Melsifer sends a ghost envoy to the Corville's keep, demanding reparations of fifty years plus interest to pay for the arm Kel Corville cut from Jason the Smith. The spectre makes it all the way to the keep, and the guards try in vain to stop it, but it finds the Lord to deliver the demands. With matters of court dealt with, Melsifer creates a specialist skeleton that he sends to Gator Beach with some skeletal guards to collect souls. When he visits town to check up on production, Bates brings him three freshly delivered Corville sacrifices. Soon blacksmith Jason has a new and improved hand that comes with extra strength and he puts it to work improving Melsifer's breastplate. In the meantime, more soldiers are recruited and the specialists return with ten souls and a previously lost skeletal warrior. Eight of the souls are used in the creation of more specialists but two claim to know where to find rare herbs, and so merciful Melsifer spares them at least until they are properly assessed. Four of the specialists are sent out to patrol and keep the lands of winter safe. Uh, sorry about the wrong recap, everybody. It has been fixed. We'll start over from the beginning, and now we're starting late. Perfect. After Melsifer processed the battlefields, gathering the new equipment and preparing the dead for recruitment, he sets his sight on gaining a nightmare and begins the search for a mare. He finds a black mare, but alas it is not pregnant, so Melsifer sets out to rectify that. He transforms into a bat and flies off into the stormy night to search the land for a suitable stud. He finds a magnificent stallion, steals it from its barn, and rides it all the way back to Winter's Reach, with the storm shielding him from hostile eyes. He spends the next several weeks enjoying the nice weather, raising the dead, and watching his burgeoning village develop, adapting and enjoying the new lifestyle bestowed on them by the Winter Gods. Eventually, a ship is spotted approaching flying the flag of truce and sends an Aridonian delegation to shore. Melsifer goes to parley, but the priestess who leads the negotiations is unreasonable, demanding Melsifer puts the dead to rest and repent his sins. She also rejects Melsifer's reasonable demand of Aridonia, completely withdrawing from Gade Isle. So while the delegation rows back, 
Melsifer turns into a bat and flies to the ship ahead of them to deliver a message to show his displeasure of being disrespected. The ship's slaughter starts off well, but soon the sailors recover from their shock and rally, so Melsifer once more turns into a bat and hides until nightfall. Under the cover of darkness, Melsifer performs his dark rites and raises the fallen sailors as ghouls and leaves them to deliver the curse of winter while he flies back to winter's reach. How soon will Melsifer get his nightmare? Is Pinespur getting desperate? Will he ever get the respect he deserves? Let's find out now on Dicing with Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. How you doing, Ryan? Doing well. Good morning, Neil. Good morning. Just, uh, you know, just your average day starting uh, precisely right on when we meant to. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Hobgoblin and Wizard are very similar in that regard. Definitely intentionally giving two weeks worth of recap because we know it's been two weeks. So mm -hmm. we've got it. Yeah. Double so we... remind ourselves. Exactly. Great well, work, Layla and Chris, as yeah. always. Perfect recap two... this week. Two weeks. Two weeks, yes. Yeah. And well, okay. Props to Matthew Burger for that uh, haunting art piece. Yeah. Look at it here. It's pretty solid. I love the bats coming off and the bloody streaks going up and down. Perfect. Uh, and if you guys want to see more of Matthew Burger, he does an art stream every Monday here on this channel. And I think he takes commissions during that period of time. So if you have cool shit you want done, Matthew's your guy. Um, now, I know we all just heard that recap, but where did we leave off? Um, we left off with a wounded bat flying into the attic of uh, Winter's Reach. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, uh, dead of night. I believe in the middle of a rainstorm. All right. You make your way back to your keep. You can't drain HP from animals, can you? It's got to be humans. Um, what if I'm an animal? What if I'm a bat? Can I vampire bat my own chickens to gain HP? Let's see. Do, 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 do. Convert target HP into caster HP at an unfavorable ratio. Drains HP of two per round. Let's see. The target must be bound, restrained, held, willing, or otherwise not resisting. Physical contact must be maintained. It says nothing about creature. Yeah, you can drain HP from animals. You can even go drain. As a, even, even in my regular old necromancer form. In your regular necromancer form, yes. I'm not sure about in your bat form. What? Okay. What if it were a vampire bat heart? Full yeah. fangs. Maybe maybe we can make an exception for, for bat forms, like hopping on and sucking someone's blood out. I don't know. But it does drain at 2 HP per round. I have a hard time imagining a bat draining 2 HP. <laughs> mm. It's like a... Yeah. Yeah. A vampire bat. Yeah. Soul sucking vampire bat. Anyways, we don't necessarily need that now. So we'll we'll lawyer this point later. Okay. Because we can just turn back into human form at the estate and recover that way. 
I believe that's probably do what we, you do. Yeah. Do you want to resolve anything? I don't. I think we actually ended the episode leave, leaving the leaving the boat scene yeah. of the slaughter. Um, I, believe I, did, I assume there's no random encounters uh, in the Strait of Amon in the middle of the night. There are none. In a you storm, can, in bat form. You can make it all the way back to your estate, safe and sound. Maybe the villagers spot the little bat flying into the tallest tower of the uh, manor house late mm-hmm. that night. Mm-hmm. A wounded little creature um, that will, yeah crawl back to bed uh, retaking uh, his true form as uh, our Lord Malsifer Winter mm-hmm. um, who will gather, grab the attention of whoever's around Jeeves or a uh, Lilith I think has moved into the estate no? Uh, yes and proceed to uh, get to bed rest. Um, maybe suggesting that uh, sacrifices be sent up to the manor. I don't know where we are in terms of that. But... Sacrifices? Be, oh, of uh, people. Is that a thing? Does Jeeve just run into town and be like, well, <laughs> taxes. We need, we need Freddy back. We need to bust Freddy out of jail so that he can collect taxes. Mm. Things are just falling apart in Winter's Reach. Uh, so you can send, if you want, you can send Lord Rosegrove to round up the healthy people of the town. The healthy marked people of the town. Or just feed from the household staff, right? Do we have a butcher on site? Why don't we go take a peek at the manor map? Shall we zoom in? Sure. I think there was some speculation. This must have been like a week ago over the layout here. It looked like the, the image they were talking about in Discord or something was flipped or something. But. Well, here is the manor. Yeah, and on the second floor. Oh, this is the second floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think was reversed from whatever I saw them talking about. But I, mm. if I recall, Lilith has just taken residence in these. This. I was mostly this spooky room, right? Yeah. With the cobwebs in it. Yeah. Probably potentially this one as well. I think these are both closed down. I think we we're speculating that it was the old uh, women's dormitories ring, wing or whatever that had gone unused. Mm-hmm. We have Rosegrove in the front room, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the back room, though. They're the back room? Yeah. Okay. So, right. you round up your household staff. Well, I, yeah, I yeah, fly in through this tower window, through this secret door behind my dresser. Is that what that is? I think so. The master's chambers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turn there. back and do, uh, do lower sure. form and uh, rest up, probably full bed rest for several days with maybe some draining interspersed. <clears throat> Unless... Uh, Something has happened in my absence. I don't think anything has happened in your absence. You've only been gone an afternoon. Malsifer is the happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So the day passes uneventfully. The... Uneventfully? 
Were you watching the, last episode? The night, the remaining portion of the night passes uneventfully. Oh, the coming day. Yes, yes. A calm dawn after a storm. Uh, is so? Can we do a roundup of the staff? Who's on site? Is uh, does the butcher's work in the kitchens down here, or does he has he set up shop in the village? Uh, you've been doing your butchering in the house, so he's currently set up in the house. Okay. Yeah. So we can drain HP from him till he gets sick of it and moves down into town and sets up shop there. How about that? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. That's probably over. Yeah. yeah, not immediately, but for now. So I think the butcher will. will Lord Rosegrove will go downstairs to fetch the butcher and tell him that he's to. Uh, mm-hmm. To pay his taxes, <laughs> for uh, for residing in the uh, in the estate. Sure. Right. And maybe, I mean, Rosegrove is, yeah, sacrificed more than anyone. So he's, yeah. So Got some perspective you, on the matters. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going into town to to find? I thought we just said he was here downstairs he, in the kitchen. Or will okay. show up in the kitchens yeah. the next morning. Sure, sure. So, yeah. Yeah, you find him in the kitchens that next morning. Um, and you would like to feed off of the butcher, is that it? Yes, yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh, butcher's a big boy. He's got eight HP, so you can gain four from him. That will bring him to unconsciousness, though. That's fine. Lilith is a proficient healer and can look after the both of us. (laughs) Uh, All right, so that is two years for four HP, is that how it's going? Uh, it's one year. One year. Four HP, yes. Does the butcher have any qualms? Or is he... Uh, no, he stands so up prob- tall and proud when you begin to drain him, and his knees go a little weak as the draining continues until he, like, collapses onto them and then, like, leans forward and you have to hold him up for the last few little ounces of life in him before he, like... Pitches forward, face first. Um, I, I, I'm guessing by at this point you're doing this with Lilith on hand, you know, yeah. rather than having to fetch her afterwards. So yeah, I was almost even imagining the butcher brought to Malsifer's bedside, or yeah, mm-hmm. or we could yeah, that that works perfectly. So he pitches okay. forward, unconscious. Lilith tends to him and. Uh, Lord Rosegrove and Tomas help drag him away to a place where he can rest and recover. There will be no butchering today. (laughs) And you gain four HP. What does that put you at? Uh, Plus an additional three from a day's bed rest if we get through the whole day. Um, I was trying to find my token. Did, uh, let's see, I can probably drag a new one over and see what it says. Uh, this one does not have HP, so let's see. It probably, oh, it would be up at the, it would be, I think, on the last math, unless this oh, one. Oh, the main math, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had three, I had three, I remember. I had three, plus the four, plus an additional three for the day, if we can get to that, would bring me to ten. Excellent. Ten out of twenty-seven, and I think with no spear. I have spirit armor charges, right? I chose to drop that low with spirit armor charges, like with a recasting. So I think I have six out of six. Or... 
three, you gain, you had three, you gained four, so you should be at seven, and by the yeah, end of the day, you'll be at ten. How many charges of spirit armor is what oh, I, I see was what you're asking. Saying. I think it's full, but uh, I'm. Uh, you down. recast spirit armor on the ship, right? Yeah. So I think it's full too. Mm -hmm. All right. So. So. Uh, a day's bed rest. A full day comes and goes while Malsifer Winter stays Lord of Winter. Yes, the rainstorm outside has calmed to a, a small drizzle. Um, and the events of the, the ship sort of fade away. Uh, the very, the next day, so after you've had a full day of bed rest and everything, you are approached by a Lord Rosegrove, who comes, uh, his head bowed a little bit, looking less than excited to be approaching you and says, <clears throat> Sorry, who is this? Lord Rosegrove. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh... Master Winter, there has been a problem in the town. Uh, two of the hunters have come to blows. One of them lies dead. Uh, Mouseford gets up, either out of bed or from his chair or whatever that he's resting in. I think by now, 10 HP. That's perfectly healthy to uh, ride mm -hmm. into town. Yeah. Um, I'll take one of the living horses, right? You're supposed to exercise horses. Uh, yes, they do need exercise, just like people. The stallion or the mare? I've got a horse uh, horse riding. I don't think I have an animal husbandry proficiency. That would have been the useful mm. one. But I've got a chicken tender. She might have an animal something. I have horse riding and animal handling. Mm-hmm. So I take a, take a guess. About which one needs the uh, needs a walk into town, and will uh, uh... the mayor needs the walk. All right, she's gonna be producing babies for you. She needs to be in good shape. <laughs> Horse simulator. Mm -hmm. Twenty, yeah. Busting out the spreadsheets for our. Uh... Did we already make jokes about this? I think we have digging up the old kobold. Uh... Breeding simulator and Mama B. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, <coughs> if only you had a cleric of Martha, you could get twin horses out of her. Twin nightmares. I guess you couldn't get twin if... nightmares, right? Because you would need two mares for that. Ugh. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Mm. Well, that anyway. might be double strength, right? Right. Extra souls. Mm. Soul increasing your soul density. Mm hmm. Well, you can head into town, and uh, there, in the trickling rain, just outside of the tavern, I should bring us to the town map, actually, are a few of the hunters uh, sitting in the slightly outdoor area is one drunken guy who's got a bleeding wound across his face, like lower jaw area. Um, but the, the little bit of water that's coming down is helping to wash away the blood. So it's just this like faintly colored stream running down his neck from the open wound on his jaw. And there is another hunter who's laying out over the ground, arms spread, 
feet crossed and sort of tangled with a, a large wound across his belly, like a, a big slash across it. Right around. What time of day is this? Is this like the next night? Uh, no, this right. is the next day, probably okay. um, little afternoon. Okay. Yeah. Um, Malcifer, yeah, cuts right through the crowd and approaches the, uh, the scene. Um, I think immediately the first action would be to go to the body and see the state of this man. Well, he's certainly dead. His guts have been opened up. Uh, he's probably been dead for 20 minutes at most. Just long and enough for someone to come and get you. The villagers standing around watching him die. <laughs> uh, they, there's no, the crowd is inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone is far away from the wounded man who sitting at like a table just a little bit away from the dead man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what it looks like right now. The surviving hunter is Hannibal. The dead hunter is Hannibal killed. Mm-hmm. The the dead hunter is one of our Whoa. Ryan, are you there? Uh I'm just getting a lot of static from you. There we go. Much better. The Winter Gods have spoken. They surely have. Uh, Malsifer confronts Hannibal. Mm -hmm. What have you done? Uh, He gets up, clearly drunk, and sort of does like a overly graceful. Is he near the body, or is he the body was left outside and he's in the tavern? Uh, He's in like outside seating of the tavern, sitting in the rain. So okay. he's outside and near the body. It's maybe eight okay, feet from Okay, so him. he's standing, he's standing, yeah. He stands are, and are with like- hunters an, with him? Nope, nope, it's just him. And with like an overly flourishing like bow, dips down to you and says, why, Lord Winter, what brings me your pleasure this fine evening, afternoon? What are Hannibal's stats? Is he even any good as a hunter? He's zero with her first level. It's definitely no match for you at this point. I'm more wondering if he's valuable to keep alive or if he's just as well turned into a zombie, a ghoul. (laughs) That's a few steps ahead of where we are. Mm -hmm. What have you done, Hannibal? You've... One of our own is Sloon. Slain. We oh. had a disagreement about whose beer was <laughs> whose. And I figured this man's a liar. He's not trustworthy. He's better serving as a minion in the army rather than as a real person. Uh He's a liar. Malsifer makes a grab attack at Hannibal. Presumably he's drunk, right? Uh-huh. He's not really resisting. Advantage. Oh, the 19. So Malsifer yeah. twitches forward 
and grabs mouse or grabs a uh, Hannibal by the throat, a face, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, you do not have power over this man's death. This he looks a little cocky at you and goes, "I think I do." It was not within your rights. What does that matter? The soul was not yours for the taking. And now, Nosfer like looks up. The people in the souls is on the wind. People in the tavern watch. Back to the yeah. Back to the moon. He blinks a few times. What are you saying? I don't know. Mousefur still got him held while he's deciding what to do with Hannibal. Didn't have a lot to say for himself. Mm-mm. He's very... He's got that sort of, like, I'm trying to remember holier what than thou attitude right now. For. Um... Yeah, Hannibal's dead, and I need two more to make a pack of ghouls. So I think we're just going to murder him and two of his associates. There's no one standing by him right now. It's just me and him out in the rain. Yeah, you can see faces from within the tavern watching, but no one is approaching. Yeah, I'm going to withering touch him to subdue him. Waste, it's worth wasting souls on this one. Don't you have unlimited souls at this point? Aren't you in triple digits? No, I, my max age is 90. I'm but a mortal man. Oh. Um, oh, I remember what I was looking at. I was looking at an eighth le- the eighth level ability and thinking who to use uh, sensitivity to life on. And Hannibal is mm. what I was thinking for that. But I could maybe even just give that to a ghoul version of Hannibal. Or Hannibal the Skeleton. Mm. Skeletal well, Hunters. Sensitivity to life won't work with skeletons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not we're not there yet, right? We're still at level seven? No, yeah, this is me. Okay. That's the only reason. Now Hannibal's sacrifice. Um, I can do I have a more efficient way to sacrifice now? Soul siphon, is that what that is? Or is that that was to directly go into a spell? Yeah, yeah. So if I want to regain my own life, I just, uh... consume it now, right? Like there's only the, there's only this eat soul ability. Right, right. Um, do ghouls require any souls to make or is it just the HP? For any years. Uh, ghouls, ghouls. SP one year. Yeah. Okay, so there would even be some left over. That did a yeah. One year is not much. It's ten. Yeah, we'll just drain. We'll eat, we'll, we'll eat Hannibal's soul and probably the soul of two other hunters that uh, may or may not have been involved at all. But well, so I guess we can just gobble them up one at a time. Well, so, you'll still uh, need to. To find to kill him, right? Eat soul doesn't in and of itself murder a person. He has to. No, you need an amulet of Malchus for that. But yeah. I, I have him held. Um. Oh, the Bardish for sure. Uh. 
yeah, Malsifer uh, gives him a gives Hannibal a shove. So he had been held in all this time, probably a round or two ticked by while I decided what to do. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of being held, looking cocky. He doesn't yeah. think his life is in any danger. He's like yeah. your lead Mouser hunter. Get, like, so he's like held by the lapel. Mouser gives him a shove and turns his back. He probably thinks he's gotten away with it. Um, however, Mousifer, uh approaches the, uh, the horse. He stumbles backwards and, over a chair when you give him a yeah, shove. Which is like tied up nearby. Oh, he's inside? I thought he was outside. No, he's outside, but there's like some tables and chairs outside. Is Are there uh, witnesses? or are they, The witnesses are, are inside, but they are there. Gathered around the window or looking from mm-hmm. the stoop? They're watching yeah. through the windows, watching through the doorway. Yeah. There's even a few people in the church watching. Yeah, and from the horse's saddle, Mousefer removes a wrapped package, probably nearly... Mm-hmm. five feet long. Uh, and as you do so, the huntsman goes to a, a, a hand axe at his side and pulls it out as well. <laughs> sort of like... I think as he goes to attack, or to, to, to the axe, it, the, our poltergeist appears and uh, grabs, grapples, fucks with Hannibal, maybe takes the axe instead of him. Uh, let me look up my poltergeist stats. Oh, this is going to be... I think it's, depending how overcast it is, it will probably take damage in the daylight. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a shift up to 75% when shifted they, but this is, okay. So he can, the poltergeist can interact with five strength. Yeah, so that's enough to either to knock the hand axe or to shove Hannibal off balance. Um, yeah. So are we rolling for initiative, or what are we... Uh, yeah, why don't we roll initiative between Malsifer, the Poltergeist, and the Huntsman? Because okay. these are all going off simultaneously. Uh, why don't you roll for yourself and the Poltergeist? I'll roll for the Huntsman. Yeah, so Malsifer is slow, um, but the Poltergeist moves... Does it even take a full movement rate three? It's an ethereal... It's mostly ethereal. It's on... Yeah, it's mostly part. ethereal. Right. Uh, we can give it initiative zero. I think that's fair for a, a ghost. Zero, yeah. Oh, so slow. Okay. Uh, so the guy goes at six. Does he still? Does he strike his lord in the back as, as like he sees? Yeah. I mean, he sees me going for unwrapping the executioner's axe, and then he sees like a vision of uh, what was the the poltergeist is just a part of my soul, right? Right. So it looks like sees, you. He sees a a. Yeah, a shadow reflection of Mousefer's soul appear behind him. Right. His eyes are blurry and sort of crossing. He brandishes his hatchet and sort of just like waves it around in the air uh, trying to like fix his eyes on these two Mousefers in front of him. Well, I think one's in front, one's behind. Like, yeah, the poltergeist appears behind him. I'm like across from him next to the horse. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he says, what are you going to do with that, huh? I've already been marked. I'm oh, a loyal right. servant of winter. Besides, I'm a hunter. Uh, the the dead hunter was do? marked too, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So was he. Do I even recognize the, uh, the dead you... hunter? You surely do. You don't remember his name, but you've recognized, you've seen his face Mm -hmm. many a time. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm going to reduce the number of hunters to seven. Bummer. And... Um, so he doesn't attack on his initiative? No, no, no. He just waves his hatchet around and sort of taunts you a little bit. Mm -hmm. I can think of only one way to make recompense for the soul. The winter soul you have uh, scattered, wasted. Um, and I think the poltergeist like gives him a shove from the back. I don't think it's strong enough to overpower him, but like it it goes to like push like maybe like push him in the back of the knee to make him kneel. So does it roll a d20 at minus one? Probably uh, with like a plus two for back attack for an attack roll at five strength. Sure, I, I was just going to do it opposed right? strength. I was just going to have it do a strength check to see if okay. it could shove him around. Okay, yeah, maybe uh, interacting with him isn't the issue. It's okay, so I'll roll yeah. a d20 at plus five, only a 16, so he probably... Uh, so probably he'll, need... he'll oppose, but he's drunk, so he'll give him disadvantage. Some... Okay, but he probably just needs to not roll a one. Yeah, yeah, so he, like, gets shoved gets forward a, sh a little bit, um, mm -hmm. kind of stumbling. Not enough to drop his weapon, not enough to fall to the ground, but he does, like, get knocked into you mm -hmm. in your direction. Um, yeah. And the Bardish? Um, I mean, on Malsifer's, I mean, when, on, but at the end of the round, Malsifer will make an attack roll, I think, against him. Um, hopefully, like, he's willing and he, uh, takes a knee and accepts his, uh, noble execution, but it might get ugly. So let's, uh, I mean, that he's... was the idea with the Poltergeist shove. He's certainly not willing. He, he's he got the expression like he doesn't think you're going to kill him. He thinks this is all some idle threat, and he's too valuable to you for you to strike him down yeah, here. Attack at plus two, I believe. Go for um, it. The poltergeist will run for cover if it's taking damage. Uh, it is daytime. There is some cloud cover. It is taking damage, yes. Okay, so I don't know if damage will tick this round or if it jumps under the awning and into the tavern. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, I think it can go 60 feet away from its source. Yeah. So it's conjured, it kicks kicks at his knees, and then flickers into the shadows. Um, you can let me know if you want to roll like a dex check to dodge out of the way or something in time. Mouser is going to make an attack roll. It's not a. I think you made roll. a poltergeist with a lot of HP, though, right? Do you remember what it had? It has. I've got it noted. It's got like 16 HP. I'm wondering if it takes It'll any be... damage at all. It'll take some damage, but I don't think it's going to be enough to worry Do they about. Cover HP. Uh, they direct sunlight, forces them to recall the projection or suffer D8 damage per round, and oh, they will recover at one per day. I think it wasn't noted before, but I've just changed my notes. Okay. Um, or it can so like, it'll yeah. probably take half damage in the sunlight or in the, the shade, so it takes one damage this round before it retreats into the building. Okay. Um, and Mouse rolls a 13 against Hannibal, so I think that's just enough to sweep his leg out. Sweep at his leg from a uh, with the Bardish. But we'll mm -hmm. see. Um, that's a D10. I don't have high strength unless I'm buffed. So I think it's just a flat D10 for six points of damage. Uh, that should be enough to probably bring him down. Yeah. Oh no, he's got more HP than that. So it's enough to almost knock him. He's down to one mm -hmm. HP. He's on the ground, mm -hmm. bleeding. Uh, the hand axe still in his oh, hand. I, his eyes I, wide I, with surprise. I should have drank his HP. What a waste of blood. Mmm, it's a little late now. Well, um, oh yeah, he's, yeah, he's at one. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, so in a fit of rage, I think Mouseford just sweeps his leg out from under him. Does he go down gracefully and accept defeat, or is he like going down kicking and screaming in the mud and the blood? He goes down like a drunk man who wasn't expecting to fall off a cliff or fall mm-hmm. off a wall. So he hits with a heavy thud. His eyes go wide. He loses his breath. Um, and let's see the reality of the situation. Yeah, yeah. The reality of the situation sets in and death flashes before his eyes. He goes for his hand axe in a wild panic. Um, and he's going to try and attack you. He gets a six on initiative. He beats, damn it. That's more than my weapon speed. (laughs) Is our little? You can be Hannibal. Me? Oh, I just oh, created token. a token. You're making him at one HP. Now he gets a token. Now he gets a token. All right. Uh, Hannibal will go first. He'll get his. He'll scramble towards his feet with his hand axe and chuck it at you. He's in melee range, so I assume he just hits me with it, or does he like? Okay, yeah, if you, I guess if he's in melee range, it's not a, a chuck. It's a a lurch to his feet and a stumble forward and mm-hmm. towards your chest. With a ooh three plus a few other things is not going to matter. Uh, no, it'll it'll come up and he slips in his own blood. The mud and blood around him make it slick. He collapses forward, hatchet buried in the dirt on his belly. Mm, I guess we'll just take him down this way. Not worth draining one HP. A 13 is enough to hit him. Let's see how yeah. bad it is. Ten. Okay, I think Mouseford the just head just comes off. Hat. I think that's a decapitation and soul eating all in one. Like you just you do it horizontally, the head pops off, and the soul just like poof, and you eat it as it comes out. Yep. That's what happens when you, when you yeah. Yeah. Roll do a ten you... on a one HP, Hannibal. Do you do it from standing? Do you like lean down to drink it as it comes out of him? How? What it's is a, the it's a soul? It's not his. It's not his life force. Well, right, but but so you can do it from standing. You don't need to be adjacent, like next I, to I the wound. I think it needs to be a ritual sacrifice, which for Malsifer, decapitation by uh, executioner's axe is to- totally it's a viable ritual. All for right. other necromancers, it might be something else. Um. And maybe his mouth opens slightly, and you gotta gobble up a gobble up a soul, catch it, catch it while it's still in the air. I don't know exactly how it works. It's all about uh, set and setting, ambiance, right? Mm-hmm. Sacrifices. And then this Lovely. one, uh, this seems fine. Uh, how many years in his life did Hannibal have left? Uh, Hannibal had. He was going to live to be 68, and he was currently 31. So he had uh, 37 years left in him. 37 years, so 3.7? Mm-hmm. And where? Oh, it's up here. 3.7. Four point two. All right. The other people in the tavern watch 
closely, <laughs> still not saying a word. Uh, Master uh, Lord Rosegrove is standing near the to the sheriff station behind the I forget what these things are called. The thing where you put mm-hmm. your head, the pilfrey or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, watching. Yeah, Malsifer, sh- I think, shouts to the town. Yeah. Who among you stood by while these crowns against crimes against the uh, gods of winter were committed? Uh, the heads that were looking look down and turn Who away. Among you are guilty. People begin to back away from the windows and the doors of the tavern, yeah. retreating deeper inside. Two souls are owed, or at least uh, four would make a pack of ghouls. And I think probably pack of ghoul hunters seems like the way to go. Would Hannibal be more useful as like a specialist? Is that a thing? Like a specialist hunter? Does the fact that who he was in life have any bearing on what to, what they're animated as? Uh... Unless they're a... Uh, Let's see. Do the specialists need something special? No, they just needed a medium skeleton. So you could bring him back as a warrior, but not a blood knight. He was a zeroth level hunter. Oh, a shade would have been one HP or this process creates a shade identical to that of. Could I raise him as a shade? Was, or was that would that have been in the sacrifice? Let's see. Karaoke for face and form. Alternate. Shades are okay. Wait, just smart enough to grasp concept of following while avoiding detection. That seems poetic to have a shade hunter patrolling the woods. Yeah. Ghouls, where you could even have, you could even do all of this, right? You could raise a soul as a shade and the body as a ghoul, and maybe even keep them stuck together. Right, but you need to create the shade at the time of death. It is a, a part yeah, of the sacrifice. Living, so there needed to be a ritual circle during the sacrifice for the shade to come. Yeah, and it's not enough to draw the circle after you've chopped off their head. It is not. But we can do that for the next two. And they can just, yeah. Okay. Um, so. Somehow Malsifer selects two more victims. I think the most likely candidates are two more of the hunters. But I think he's open to suggestions if any uh, sacrifices threw themselves before him or looked at him wrong or looked guilty from the... or maybe happened to be unmarked in in town Mm. during this temper tantrum. Justice, justice. That's what we're calling it, right? Winter's justice. Right. Let's see. Huntsman. You have six more hunters right now. Mm, Um, Seven. uh, Well, two of them just died, right? I have this, yeah. Uh, Hannibal was listed separately. Right, there were eight total minus two. So Hannibal, six. Is, Hannibal is dead. Um, right, and the other hunter is dead. I already subtracted. Oh, okay. Hunter, there were eight. Now there, sorry, there were eight plus Hannibal. Now there are seven plus Hannibal. Okay. 
Uh, there is one other hunter in the bar tavern area. The other ones are probably off working or, you know, doing whatever they do with their free time. Mm -hmm. uh, as you approach the windows or the, the door of the tavern, everyone keeps their gaze cast down, looking at the cups. A lot of backs turn to you. You know, people sit in such a way that you can't see their faces and they can't see you. Mm -hmm. um, and it gets quiet. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. You How do long do, does the body stay fresh? We've it's a, like a a day or like less than a day seems like what we've gone with in the past. Uh, I think I wrote it down. Ten days under normal circumstances. Oh, okay. And we can we got time to decide. We got time to make a ritual out of this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So Malsifer enters the bar. Are there crowds of there's a how many people in here? Dozens? Thirty. Thirty? Alright. Um Malsifer approaches the hunter. And uh, he mutters quietly under his breath something along the lines of like, Lord, I, I wasn't involved. I, I didn't know anything. Yeah. Um and the Lord looks amongst people. Does a crowd part? Is that and they just stay away, avoid eye contact? Is that what we're? Yeah. As you walk, people will shuffle away from you, uh, okay. giving uh, you room can to we get size them up. Are, are any? I know I don't have a way to sense this, but would I know any of them to be unmarked, or are these all marked villagers? All the ones in the village uh, square are definitely marked. Mm -hmm. There's too many undead moving about to to be unmarked in this region. All mm -hmm. the unmarked people are sort of out in the the distant part of town. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mousefer will say to this, uh, this hunter, uh, crimes have been committed and uh, justice must be served. There must be proper recompense. I didn't do it, Jeez. my lord. You have... We have... I said I, we have seven days to make two more sacrifices. Uh, I can get you... Souls. I can get you two. Get, gather the hunters and bring... Um, uh, yeah. Bring the sacrifices. And Mousefer will turn and leave. I think we'll leave the bodies fresh in uh, in the town square until we can pile up for ghouls to uh, make our to make our hunters whole. Sure. Uh, you as you um, leave. And so maybe I don't know what we'll see what the villagers wind up coming up with. Too, but I, hopefully it's clear that they need. To, so either they'll go kidnap two sacrifices, or yeah, I don't know. Uh, as you leave the tavern, you can hear oh. the sound of feet hitting yeah. the wood floor, and you see the hunter you were just talking to, like, bolt out the door and head west out of town, out of the, the village square. Mm -hmm. um, probably Mouse... on his way to complete your duties. Yeah, Mousefur will wrap the 
Well, no, we're not going to wrap the axe back up. We'll have to leave it in the shade, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, we can. It's probably more convenient to just wrap it up. Okay. Yeah, put the axe away. Uh, tie the mare up. And I think wait. I don't know how quick this guy's going to be. I'll drink. Um, yeah. So we'll wait in town at least a little bit to see if he returns like this morning. Um, Melsper will walk out to the bluffs to collect his blood knights, which are probably still standing watch for him or something. Right? They mm -hmm. they were watching, waiting in, in ambush on the cliffs during when the rowboat came. Right. right. And they've been waiting yeah, the there ever since. Week. And they're probably yeah, still waiting there. So we need our bodyguards back. Okay. You retrieve the bodyguards. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe the People of uh, Winter's Reach appreciate the uh, welcome respite from their undead overlords. Mm -hmm. Then Hannibal had to go and uh, stir things up in the streets, and now they're back. Mm. Blood knights patrolling the town. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll wait at least a few hours to see if the hunters come right back. Oh, they do. Um, oh. That evening, it's hard to tell because, you know, it's raining and dark out, but... Uh, as the sun is going down and it's getting ever darker, there mm -hmm. comes a rapping on your front door. So I've gone all the I've gone back to the manor house. Yeah, by, by this now time. you've done all of your your duties for the day and checked out all the things and you know probably Who, had reports from advisors and whatnot come through. Who is? It who is, is the door. It is this unnamed hunter. Mm -hmm. uh, mark off Hannibal actually because he's definitely dead along with three others that he's managed to gather up. And they have with them four bodies. Uh, one of them is Hannibal, one of them is the other dead hunter, and two are peasants that you recognize from Winter's Reach. They're dead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is this trash you brought to my doorstep? The Lord, we've... How, is it just him, or is it the whole cadre? It's him and three hunters, so there's four total. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Lord, we... These here are the... The lowest of the low. This man, he says, pointing to one of them, he's a raper. Aren't they dead? They're dead, right? They're dead, yeah. They've got clear arrow wounds in their chests. All right. Um... And then he points to the other one and goes, this one here... He's a thief, and you can see he's already missing some fingers, as if he's been caught before in the past. Um, so I look amongst the hunters. Uh, are any of them more like stronger than the others? Are they all basically the same stat block? I mean, how what, can I choose pick one above another? Sure, you can find the you can see the biggest and strongest of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, thinking. Um, One of them grows a little. On my door, yeah, with four hunters with four bodies, right? They've got Hannibal, guy, the hunter Hannibal killed. These two uh, peasants. Two peasants. One they claim is a rapist. One they claim is a thief. 
It's one man and one woman. Can we go back to the estate map? Yes. Where to do this? Do we do it in front of the bone throne? Where's the best place for a ritual circle? Hmm. Maybe the sketchy basement? Then you gotta get everything downstairs. I mean, you've been making monsters in your basement for ages now, right? Mm-hmm. It's still just a single ladder though, right? Yep. Yeah, I guess that's the workshop, right? That's where all like the zombifying tools are, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, in the night, so so I guess Mousefur's first reaction was that displeasure, like, what are you? What is this? You bring this this trash on my doorstep? This isn't right. Okay, but mm -hmm. then he, you know, all right, take the yeah, take the bodies uh, down below, and under cover of night, the uh, hunters. And Malsifer will take the, f so four hunters will take, f yeah, four bodies down the chute, down the ladder, mm -hmm. into the, you wouldn't exactly call it a murder dungeon, because the murdering's not done in the dungeon. It's a, it's Santa's workshop? Ooh, Papa Christmas. Ooh. Is that where we're going? I don't know. All right. He's another one of the winter gods. The toy factory? All right, so we, uh... Can you switch to the basement layer? There is one, right? Uh, yeah, I don't... Not queued up. It's somewhere. Where is it? Shit, there have even been some updates, and I just think I haven't grabbed them yet. Where is it hiding? Hold on. Ooh, Squarry's got a new mouse for Doodle. On his uh, skull throne. Yeah, let's see. First floor, first floor. Ah, here's the basement floor. Let me save this. Saved. Okay, let me bring it in then. Oh, but if I make a specter or a shade, or one HP or member of the caster's species, SP variable. Ooh, and then you shade HP equal to the caster's max. But then this wouldn't give, give me the soul sacrifices. But you can always just make one HP shades of yourself. Uh, if that's what it says. 
Yeah, not particularly. What is this? What is the SP cost for making a shade? Does it not say? It says variable. Um, I think it's every year you sacrifice, it gains one HP, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, as long as you give up one HP, mm -hmm. uh, the shade has. Uh, as long as you give up one year, the shade has oh, one, one HP, HP for each year. So you start with one and go from. Okay. Right, right. Hmm. Change it to one plus. That makes more sense. You've got your basement map now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, actually, I believe there's already a magic circle in your basement. <laughs> how convenient. Remember? Yeah, it's yeah. been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's how the other shade was made, I believe. Mm-hmm. Not mine. This is... I think I discovered this in the basement. Right, right. Um... All right, so Mousefur will leave this cadre of three hunters and three bodies into the uh, into the basement. Uh, so we, we enter through the cellar over here on the left, right? Oh, no, wait. No, 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 through this. Through yeah. the chute, okay. And then this was like a false wall that we busted down into a magic circle. Right, that yeah. has the cages. Yeah, the so tables. I think we go, into, we go into this room. This is the first time these hunters have ever seen this room, and they are appreciably creeped out by it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but they follow along behind you quietly without mm -hmm. complaint. Hmm. I guess we don't really need to sacrifice them. We can raise the ghouls right now. Mm hmm. So I think the hunters will hang around and watch while Mousefur prepares the ghouls and we'll decide what to do with them. Okay. The hunters watch in transfixed accrepiation, if that can be a word all of a sudden. Um, too horrified to look away. Mm -hmm. Too curious to look away. But also... <clears throat> yeah, I think it's just understood that it's their duty to write. These are their mm -hmm. uh, companions in life. I don't know, maybe it's just that the Lord hasn't dismissed them yet, so they're not sure if they're supposed to leave. Stand around waiting. All right, so it takes one SP and one HP. Wait, let's see. Ghoul a quarter ghoul. of an HP per ghoul. So that's why I needed four, so I yeah. can do one, H one clean HP. Um, ghoul, ghoul. One year. So that'll be four years in total and one HP. Okay. So the hunters watch as I uh, work on their fallen companions and these two random hunters, or these, sorry, these two random uh, villagers. Mm -hmm. uh, and we will raise four ghouls. That takes the resources that I had mentioned. Uh, and we'll add them to the spreadsheet. Uh, and these, uh, yeah, so uh, 
Winter has not finished with uh, Hannibal. Mm -mm. The uh, huntsman hunts again. So now we have four ghoul hunters that will accompany uh, the living hunters. Um, so hunters are still down to seven. I haven't decided if I need to... I know I said I was owed two more souls, but I guess I don't technically need them. I'm a little mad. A little disappointed. Well, I have 27 ghouls. <laughs> Why? Who needs 27 ghouls? All right, I'll just add add to the add to the ghoul pile with it known that the hunters usually travel in the company of ghouls. Mm. 31 ghouls. That doesn't even count the one. I guess those ghouls were probably put down, the ones that the uh, ghoulist infestation aboard the uh, aboard the ship. Oh, right. You couldn't escape with those. They're just kind of wandering around on the ship forever. I think they're dead, aren't they? Didn't they? Didn't the or did the warrior? Oh, they did get put down. Right. Did right. They get put down. They Although uh, a goat, a haunted ghost ship infested with ghouls does seem like a uh, good idea. Mm-hmm. But not this ghost ship. Wow, 31 ghouls. Dang. A lot of ghouls. Yeah, and a sizable company of skeletons, zombies. Well, I still, have, I still have half a zombie. <laughs> I, I can't remember exactly what, the, I think that's from the battle, but I kind of like the idea of there just being a zombie torso that crawls around at a movement rate even slower than the regular zombies, so it never actually makes it to the fighting time. They're dragging its way through the woods. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we're coming we... up around on our around our first break. He knows. Why don't we take a break here, and when we, we come back, teasers for what's on the other side. Well, I don't know um, what you were planning on doing, so no, no, no. So yeah, just just yeah. stick around, and we'll see you on the other side of our break. Bye. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. Mouse for Winter oh. <clears throat> is in his estate. He's created four more ghouls. I presume that the hunters are eventually dismissed and the night no, passes. No, 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 no. no. Oh. He's just getting started. Um, oh. So first off, now that they brought the bodies down, I think we're still, I think the, the night is young. I think we're still in the basement. Um, and... I have no need for them to be healthy, so we're gonna we're gonna feed HP off of these guys at the very least, and then we've got some other rituals in mind. But we'll 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 start here. Um, so I think the the ghouls that they just witnessed being raised are going to restrain them, while Mouseford drains them dry, at least as efficiently as possible. I, I yeah, been a long night. The Lord's been working hard. So how do you... He must uh, must feed. So you command the ghouls to yeah, grab these men? Yeah, the ghouls, yeah, rest restrain these men. And uh, if they resist, I mean, if they just, like, turn their wrists over willingly. Um, they don't quite do that. They back up and away mm -hmm. as the ghouls approach them. The lead hunter says, I, we brought you what you wanted. No. Not two souls were uh, were required. 
You brought two corpses. Seems you've offered yourselves as the sacrifice. They... Your lord must feed, and, uh... Yeah, I mean, if they resist, then the ghoul pack, I think, uh, leaps upon them. The four hunters do resist. Okay, um... They try and flee and run. Okay, you want to do initiative? I do. They probably provoke OAs if they, like, turn to climb up a ladder out of the basement. Mm -hmm. But let's, uh... Let's, I guess, do this in turn order. Uh, ghouls, I think, just have regular initiative. They're faster than regular zombies. Doesn't say. So I think I just roll a d10 plus three. Yeah. Ghoulies. Oh, you've even got tokens. Cool. I've got some ghoul tokens. I will give them to you. Four, four ghoul tokens. You should be able to control these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll roll initiative on one of them with a modifier of three. Oh, so slow, ghoulies. I don't know what Mousefur is actually going to do. I think he's going to leave it to the ghouls. But I'll throw myself in the order just in case. Four hunters. Two, three, whoops. One, two, three, four. Okay, so the ghouls were in here, being raised in the circle. Malstifer was nearby. The hunters would have been pretty much just alongside this section of wall, watching from here, so maybe Malstifer is more on the side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And we will have one of the hunters roll initiative. Oh. Slow. Are they armed? Uh, yeah. They're armed. Are they brandishing weapons defensively, or...? Uh, well, you go for... I guess you guys go at the same time. They are backing out and trying to flee only. Okay. Um, Malsifer going at the same... If there's a hunter here that is not brandishing a weapon to mm-hmm. provoke or to take advantage of opportunity attacks, mm-hmm. Malsifer will lunge forward and I think go to, like, bite the throat of the hunter and just start draining their life. Oh, my God. Let's make an attack roll and see if it's successful. Uh, 21. Yeah, That definitely so beats AC 13. 2d4 throat bite. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, didn't, I don't want to do damage. I want to drain HP. So I think that's just, like, a, I clash it. Yeah, clasp on, grip on, grapple this person. Mm-hmm. And prevent begin... them from retreating and begin draining at like it's two HP around or something like that. I gain something one. Like that, yeah. You gain one. Yes. So maybe the... one of them can get up the ladder this round before the ghouls go. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. The the other hunters, as the ghouls begin to like rise and turn to face the hunters, um, they begin to back out and scramble for the ladder. Okay. And the ghoul pack pursues. Right. Uh, One of them. Likely one of them. Yeah, probably one of them escapes. I only have control over one of the ghouls, but the whole pack moves. It's fine. Oh, no. 
And I don't see attack options for ghouls, but that's fine. Yeah, I haven't programmed them in yet. There, that's you should be fine. able to control all of them now. Okay. So. Um, looks like we can get a couple of attacks. Let's take them one at a time. And I think ghouls roll plus three. I believe so. so plus three. So there's one. These are probably a back attack, so plus five. Yep, at least for the first one. Oh, 21 oh. will hit. So that's uh, D4. two points of damage, but he has to roll a saving throw versus paralyzation. Natural 20. Passes. No problem. Okay. Uh, a second ghoul claws into him from the back. A 13 is enough to hit. That is. For four. And do this, does, if you pass one save, do you resist for the whole turn, or does he have to keep rolling them with each You attack? keep rolling, but that brings him to okay. zero. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then this guy climbs over the fallen body and descends upon the guy that's climbing up the stairs now. Mm -hmm. Grabbing a, a foot 19. on a ladder, dragging uh, him back down to the earth. And make a saving throw versus paralyzation. 19. Wow. Pass. But I think he's still, yeah, gripped, and we can roll into next round. Uh, yeah. Actually. This last one will have come and helped Maltzifer with uh, with this one. I don't okay. think I can... Uh, it won't be, like, eating him. I don't think it'll fight its master for the kill or for the feet food, but keep the guy paralyzed and restrained. Do you mean attack roll just to paralyze? Oh, sure. Oh, my God. If uh, it can avoid dealing damage, well... Other... is a fail on the save. It can avoid I doing damage. I think it just, like... Just, like... Grap grapples the guy from the back or whatever, mm -hmm. holds it for its master to feed, looks up longingly like, gee, I wish it were me doing on that guy's throat right now. <laughs> uh, one of the hunters will... I guess we should roll initiative for the next round, actually. Uh, sure. Uh, so... Just Ooh, hunter goes fast. Not fast enough. <laughs> oh, oh no. And I guess... Mouseford just doesn't doesn't need to. He'll roll. Uh, he'll drain. He'll just drain. Yeah. Um. So first ghoul. I guess they'll just have to. It'll be one back attack as an eighteen. So uh, four more damage and another saving throw. That's uh, all right. That's all of the HP he had. He goes down. Okay. Um. And I'm guessing that the one guy does make it out. One guy bolts. Makes it free. Mm-hmm. The uh, ghouls, unless you order them otherwise, will just begin to feast on the bodies immediately. Uh, how could they only feast at one HP around, right? So their souls will still be available for sacrifice. Yeah, I don't know how much they feast, but they okay. will be doing damage. To, they'll keep doing D4 damage, right? Because they're eating every yeah, round. Okay. okay. Yeah, and then when they get to negative 10, they've got then it's too late to sacrifice them. Okay, um, Malsifer will pull his lips away from slurping for long enough to issue a command to the ghouls to, you know, bring them to me, and then get back to draining HP. Um, so to drain HP, it was one year? Mm-hmm. Yes. Life, this year. last person that you are slurping on only has one HP left, so you don't get anything from him. As you drain that last bit of life. Oh, you bastard. Did no. I gain anything? Did I gain one HP from last round? Yeah, you got one HP from last round. That wasn't I should put you at 11. 
a year for an HP, boo. 11. Um, These other two, two are at zero. Here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can gain all of their lives. Do I want? Then I'll have no hunters. Do I need hunters? Well, you'll have. They're not dead yet, right? They're just unconscious. These ones are just unconscious. Oh, what a waste. I needed to feed. Um, I think we need living hunters, and they're already marked. I think they're going to make a recovery. We need one skeletal specialist. Um... So we'll sacrifice at least one of them. So Malstor will take one and drag it to the ritual circle. Is uh, is there any advantage to having a specter in a party? Like, does being ethereal allow them to see things or perceive things that the other undead can't? Or are there low, does their low intelligence render them not? So uh, if I'm so this, we're we're assembling a company of like a, a hunters company or whatever of undead. Mm -hmm. right? It's gonna have a pack of ghouls, maybe some living hunters, a specialist to issue commands to the mindless ghouls. Right. Uh, um, raising a specter of a hunter grant perceptive benefits. Not really, since it doesn't any... have any ability to communicate. Um, a specter is pretty much useful for, like... Specialist boss use it as a scout. Is that something that would be, uh... Hmm... Right, so the specialist says it can issue commands to lower undead. Right. Would a specialist hunter be able to issue, like, scouting-type commands to a specter in, a, in, a, in its company? I don't think so. I think a specter is pretty much only useful for scouting for you. Mm -hmm. um, a, a shade is a little smarter and might be able to... What is a shade? Um, a shade is the more intelligent version of a specter. All these names. All right, shade. Identical to a specter, but instead... Spirit force and given form with life force. The resulting creation is ethereal with the face of the caster. Right, alternately... Okay, yeah, this is what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A specter... Yeah, I was totally. I was thinking of a of a shade, of a shade. Specters are are those like the visions? Mm-hmm. Oh no, you can still command them and stuff. Oh yeah, the visions are the poltergeist. No, phantom. Phantom is what it's called. We've got phantom, specter, shade, poltergeist is the hierarchy of ghosts thus far. Um, so one of these paralyzed hunters is going to get converted into a shade mm -hmm. and a skeletal specialist all in one. Um, mm. So the shade is just the sacrifice in a ritual circle. So I think decapitating this guy in the ritual circle will release a shade version of him. 
right? All Excellent. Mouse really needs to do is drag this paralyzed guy into the center of this circle. Mm-hmm. Unwrap his uh, executioner's axe, decapitate the dude, and we've got ourselves a shade. Excellent. A shade of a hunter. Mostly transparent with very slight red illumination. Mm. Um, and it has HP equal to the creature's max, so I don't even need to set... Do I need to sacrifice SP to make a shade in this manner? Uh, the resulting shade has the form and face of the person who sacrificed. Yes, yeah, so if you're sacrificing a creature, you need to give up zero SP. Okay, he makes the sacrifice. Right. right. So this this hunter is sacrificed to the winter gods and but, but forced to serve them eternally as... Uh, in his case, both a shade and a skeletal specialist. So his shade will be created first, and then the ghouls will be commanded to flay his bones. Ripping them and bit by bit. Well, don't damage the bones. Right, but ripping the flesh. Yeah. Consuming, and, uh, feasting, filling themselves. We'll raise him as a specialist, which takes one HP and five, five years. Um... The other two are mostly unconscious through this. Um, and I haven't totally decided what to do with them yet. Um, where have I listed? Okay, so this will be a ninth skeletal specialist. I wonder if I should keep this as a separate hunting company or if I should just add, do you think just grand totals for every class of undead is the way to go? I think so. What are you going to do with the two other hunters? I haven't decided yet. They're currently unconscious. They're present for the whole ritual. I'm contemplating keeping them as living hunters that have to travel in the company of their... the ghoulish versions of their former companions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to add one... It's called a shade. I guess I don't even have a shade. Is this a new creature? Or an upgraded version of a specter that I never bothered to create. Um, What's its max HP? Oh, it's going to be which? Um, who are you sacrificing for this? One of the two hunters. I don't know that they were ever distinguished. Okay. One of them had six HP. Okay. One of them had five, and one of them had three. So you tell me which one you want to fight for um, you, and which one you want to I be think undead. Is six HP? Better for uh, draining. Those five, maybe the three, maybe just the weakest link and okay. keep the strongest one alive. So there's a three HP shade, and I think the plan for now is this special. They we flay the bones, raise the specialist. Specialist can lead the undead hunters, and there will mm -hmm. probably be. I think it's convenient to have living hunters, so these poor traumatized guys will uh, wake up after this fever dream. Mm -hmm. I don't know where they recover. Maybe in the downstairs quarters. Yeah. One of these rooms over here. Mm-hmm. The guest bedrooms. Um, this pack of ghouls specialists. So I think the specter and the, uh, the specter or the shade will mostly stay with its body, right? So it's like sep two separate animations, but I think they'll just travel together. Okay. That's fine. And whatever for the specialist, you know, can issue commands to the shade so it can like perceive through its ethereal eyes and maybe like it'll they'll separate and its shade will go scouting ahead 60 feet or something mm -hmm. I don't think we'll wind up micromanaging it enough for it to even come up again but 
fun little combo undead. Very nice. nice. Hunters. And once they recover, I think it would, I think the idea is that these living hunters can go along to like issue commands back or bring news. Mm -hmm. You know, the, uh, the living touch. Yeah. I think on this basement map, this is a little wonky because the staircase is right here, but it should be in the kitchen. And this is like a wild side note. This has a separate basement. Or is right. That... It's the, the kitchen's larder or whatever, the kitchen okay. cellar. So there's a, um, a hatch right here. Okay. Which goes to this, this staircase, staircase right? over here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. just slightly mispositioned. Maybe it goes down first or something? Does it go down and... Down and over... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they line up. I don't, I don't think it will ever come up for us, but just as a, a side note. Okay. I thought there were three rooms in the uh, basement. Is that wrong? There were two. There were two? Okay. I think there were two. Okay. Okay, yeah, like a look okay. Looks good. Um I think Malsfer needs some sleep. Mm-hmm. Raising the shades and the specters takes time. Mm -hmm. Hours. Um and eventually you leave the hunters in bedrooms to be tended by Lilith and mm -hmm. can make your rest. Uh, please do remove the hunter who escaped from your civilian inventory. He is he flees. He flees Winter's Reach, never to return. Okay, well, he's a wanted man. He's a... If, if he ever... Uh, well, I don't He probably leaves the island, huh? Brings harrowing tales of uh, his nightmarish... Uh, you think your parents are bad? Let me tell you about where <laughs> I'm from. And he's got this this sickening mark to to boot. Mm -hmm. Raised in an undead cult. That's a good. That could be a good backstory for some future adventure. <laughs> one day we'll play this guy that escaped from Malsifer's domain. Yeah. So that was one of the. So I guess I'll just delete him as if he had. So we. As if he had. Two, died, yeah, yeah. I'll delete two more hunters, right? All right, because you killed the you. Yeah, yeah. Sacrificed yeah. one. Mm -hmm. Drove off another. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then, um, I think Mosfer is at 11, 10 HP. 10 HP after the raising. I don't know why this, there's too many tokens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. And we'll rest. We'll recover. We'll skip days if that is uh, amenable. Okay. We can skip forward a few days. Let's bring ourselves back to the world map. Um, the days pass. Eventually the rain stops. And um, what do you uh, We want to gain want? HP at this point. Um, um, but yeah, I think things are peaceful for a time, for a few days at least. Hmm. The power oh, of nice. Winter's, yeah. Winter's hordes have been rallied. We've got a sizable company of undead occupying this western tip of the Blumwood. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, Lord Winter is wounded from his adventures and needs to recover. We can do mm -hmm. three HP a day. So you said four days. Yeah. Four times three is twelve, which would bring me 
one past full. So that seems convenient. Along with, uh, I believe, a full six charge spirit armor. Your max HP is 27, right? 27, yeah, but a quarter of that is has been uh, uh, is your uh, spent or whatever to cast oh, spirit, spirit armor. armor. Yeah. Um, so does that bring you to 20 or 21? Uh, 22, I think. So from 27 to 22, let's see, a quarter of 27 is 20, or sorry, is 5.5 or something like that. 6.75. Did I do the math on that wrong? I may yeah. have not updated that first. 27 times 0.25. 6.75, which is why. Okay, so we should be at 21 HP. Yeah. With nine charges? No, that should be six. seven charges. It's six? Six. Oh, I see. It's seven, just... aren't I? Yeah. It's an upside down six, but. How complicated. Or an upside down seven. Oh, wait, no, the seven is right set up. Or did you flip well, my character? I flipped the token, yeah. Ah. I'm a, a sneaky guy. Okay, well, um, as the days roll past, let's take a look at your situation here. You have defeated um, three companies of Gade Isle's finest troops. You have defeated the ship that was floating out here. You've conquered... It's still floating out there. It's probably mm -hmm. haunted Detris bobbling in the Strait of Amon. Yeah, and you Save have... that on your random encounter table for uh, next... Clue, crew that misclicks their boat down the street. Mm -hmm. And you've conquered about a quarter of the island. So what is your next move here, Malsifer? Resting in the the warm sunlight that basks on your porch after the torrential I, rains? I'm thinking, so we've got the we want a nightmare. That's uh, mm -hmm. brewing. Mm-hmm. I guess we've had a few days, so I'm sure at some point, you know, Mousefer's checked on the animals, maybe had Lilith look up some horse aphrodisiacs, and we've, like, hung blessed herbs around the, uh, around the barn, mm -hmm. or rather horny goat weed or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, and I, I think Mousefer is contemplating busting Freddy out of prison in Pinespur. Mm. Unless we get more intel, right? So the, our hunt, the hunting pack is now, and these are all little specialist squads on lookout. So I think we have we have undead roaming the Blumwood. They would probably drag back any poachers or interlopers. Mm -hmm. Our undead company of hunters still patrols the wood. Mm -hmm. Whatever happens to those two uh, hunters when they recover? When they recover, which will take a few days, because they did get gnawed on a, a little check, bit. Maybe. Yeah. I wish I had a slightly higher charisma to buff this. Oh, do I have, oh plus one reaction, just No loyalty based. Yeah. Did you have plus one reaction adjustment? Reaction adjust, but no loyalty base. Okay. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. Okay, so they are uh, indifferent, I guess, 
it would be the appropriate role on the table, which I think in this situation... their fate. <laughs> yeah, I think that is sort of a... We made it through, we've passed the test, if we just keep our heads down, yeah. we're yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. They've seen things that cannot be unseen. Yeah. Maybe that, even, that almost brings them closer to the fold. They feel like they've... Uh, I don't know. I think they're they're more reek like from Game <laughs> of Thrones, just so traumatized that they'll never rebel. All right. Perhaps. I don't know. How much time with you them do you spend to judge their state? Uh, little to none, I think. Yeah. I think so let's not worry about they it. They just get back to their jobs and don't cause trouble. They've seen what happens when you uh, transgress. Mm-hmm. Nobody quite understands the rules, but uh, they're pretty sure there are some. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, life under a chaotic evil dictator. It's tough. It's hard, it's hard life. It's mm-hmm. hard death, too. Uh, did we have a rising priest of the Winter Gods? Was there someone in town? I feel like there was a... Let me see if I have anything on... Cultist. I have ten cultists. Yes. I don't, I don't know if there's a lead cultist. Okay, but there there is a rising cult of the Winter Gods. Is it of the Winter Gods, or is it of Malsifer, the Lord of Winter? <laughs> maybe. Maybe the sect uh, praises Lord Winter himself. Mm-hmm. And Malsifer as the current incarnation. Right. Of, their, uh, of our uh, Lord and Savior, the Void. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, um, a few <clears throat> days pass. Indeed. And I think if Mouse forgets to full. But we can keep healing, right? I could hold an essence and then heal another day. Uh, the essence holds HP in the same way that um, your okay. spirit armor does. Okay, so once I'm full, that's... But then I can eat the essence. Oh, and then, but then my HP is permanently at 18 until I use up that essence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think if Mousefur gets to full, we'll probably take, yeah, take on the form of a bat and spy on Pinespur. I guess we could send out uh Specters and shades instead. Mm-hmm. Spies in the night. Mm-hmm. But I might as well go myself. So if we get to full, if and nothing happens and no news arrives, four days pass. will fly out himself. There's no news. There's nothing happening. There's probably nobody even left to rebel. I bet the whole island is yours, and everyone has just given up and gone home. Well. Not quite. If that were the case, why? I mean, maybe, right? So they sent those uh, diplomats or whatever to negotiate. Mm-hmm. They refused to surrender, mm-hmm. but then we uh, struck them on their way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they brought news back to their Eridonian overlords and they've decided to withdraw. But there were at least three companies of uh, Pinespur's finest still rallied there at um, least yeah. so in the evening of this fourth day Malsifer will uh, 
suit up, actually. We should have our full-on plate mail, by, or breastplate by now, right? Yep, it is completed, and it fits you no longer uncomfortably. <laughs> Instead of an uncomfortable breastplate, or I've just got a breastplate, and I think it has, I have a 16 bone daggers marked on my character sheet. So I think those are all carved and etched into this, like, cage, rib cage, and it sits on top of the breastplate mm-hmm. with all sorts of little detachable bone blades carved into it. Mm-hmm. How sinister. So edgy. And what are you going to do? Uh, with, yeah, draw our jar of pickled bat hearts and hold, a, swallow one to hold a bat essence. I'll drop my HP to 18. Okay. And then Malsifer will shift his form into that of a bat and fly to Pine Spur. In the night? Uh, I think as evening we'll leave, so we'll arrive in Pine Spur under cover of uh, darkness. Okay. Alright, we can get you we can get some bat sounds. And we can shift to the nighttime soundtrack. None of my undead can fly yet, can they? No. I like that. Are, got... go- are ghosts able to fly? Is that the... Um, not point? like... No, I think ghosts still hover, like, okay. walking distance. Um, I haven't sorted out the higher level undead. Okay. Yeah, they're still they're still a coming. Are these ghosts? Do they drain? I guess this is getting way ahead of ourselves. But do they drain levels like D and D ghosts typically do? They drain years of life, like Frofro ghosts do. Oh, ah. Oh, mm-hmm. we'll get that next level. Mm-hmm. So, you head to Pine Spur as a bat. Yes, um, indeed. All right. It'll take you a while to travel the 18 miles. Bats probably have a similar movement rate to people, maybe a little bit faster. So you'll be there in, let's say they go like five miles an hour or whatever. You'll be there in three or four hours. Pine Spur is not hard to find. You just head roughly towards the mountains until you see the lake and it's right next to the lake. Mm-hmm. An unwalled village, correct? Town. City. Town. Town. Yes. yes. Um, do I see uh, army camps? Are there companies of men still encamped around Pinesburg? Last we saw, they were fortifying the city, putting up palisade walls, sort of chopping down trees and sharpening them to points and building defenses around the city. This is correct. You can has spot three banners. There has been progress. I'm not sure how much time has been since we've last um, seen Pinesburg, but... Why don't the... you just describe it now? Yeah, we've got palisade walls covering the southwest of the, the Pine Spur area. The north side next to the Rit Lake is still unwalled. The east side is still pretty unwalled, but that southwest corner has a nice big wall across it, um, including 
what looks to be like another set of just um, barricades out in front of the walls from all the like smaller branches that were too small to be useful in so you, a, a proper palisade. So you would call this a wall? It is coming along, yes. So the, the people of Pinespur have broken, have breached the treaty with uh, Eridon. And Absolutely. Eyes, right? And like, mm -hmm. Which I think pleases him on some level. He still needs to retake the city. But, but it, they're making no the right move fortifying it, right? Mm -hmm. okay. And when it is uh, returned to the domain of winter, you know, it's, yeah, it's a long, it's, yeah, been a long time coming. They put a wall around Pinespur. Mm hmm. They finally Again, become right? more afraid of something. Was it once a fortified city? It once had beautiful stone walls. Mm hmm. Hold from ice cap, but uh, no longer. All right, then. Um, then, under cover of darkness, this bat will fly over the company's banners into Pinespur itself and flit and fly amongst the uh, streets and alleys. All right. You fly into the streets in the middle of the night. At the scene in Pinespur, is it uh, humming and drumming? Is it a busy little town? Is life going on as normal? As there are scattered lights on throughout the whole of the city, of the whole of the town. The three major camps where the armies are stationed have the most bonfires and lights up and around, and there are people moving about even during the night. The regular town itself, just the, the civilian area, is fairly quiet. There are regular patrols in groups of three moving throughout the town. Of guards. Uh, of guards, yeah. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, a citizen will like pop out of a house and run down the street to some other place. Uh, as you're they're mostly it. locked in tight. Yeah, yeah it looks like they're staying point. in at night. Uh, okay, you'll so even spot a, a citizen leaving their house and getting stopped by a group of guards, some questions going on, and the person being let go. So Malsifer will, uh, uh, Bat Malsifer will avoid these contingents of guards then. So seeing their torchlight moving about the city from afar, he'll sort of, you know, fly into an alley and wait for the patrol to pass and spy on the city from above. Maybe I should roll some sort of or they should roll a perception check or like um, oppose perception checks to avoid a uh, even if they sighting. see a bat they're not going to know what it is or care right? All right. you're just let's a bat see how, let's see how long that lasts one day they'll figure it out mm -hmm. um, right. where do you go uh, so we've scouted the city by by shade I believe or by specter mm-hmm mm -hmm. I, and we did, and we found Freddy's jail cell. I think it was inside, like in a, a manor house or something, or like a lord, a keep. What's there's in the a dungeon? Town? Yeah. Uh, the there's, center of town is the market square. Okay, there's a keep somewhere. With a there's dungeon. a keep somewhere with a dungeon. Mm -hmm. And in this dungeon, uh, somewhere is Freddy's cell. Uh, so the bat will. Uh, slip into the keep somehow. Looking, we'll look for an open window or maybe Give me a, a perception check. 27. Yeah, you can easily refine the building and find a, an open window because it's a, a warm night here. 
right mm -hmm. next to the lake. The lake produces all this, it's uh, heated from below. And so it's always like 80, like 70 degrees on the surface. And then there's all these pipes that run through town. So the whole town is heated and in this night, it's still fairly warm. So doors and windows are left open by uh, active guard areas. Mm -hmm. And you can, you know, flutter by, see some guards chatting, and one of them yeah, eventually leaves. There's no window leaves. to Freddy's cell, is there? No. Okay. No. So I think we perch above either a side door or a front door mm -hmm. uh, under the awning, like maybe on the second floor, and mm -hmm. wait for something like a guard to go in or something. Eventually the door opens as a guard exits. And, and you a, can... And a bat flies in. Does this guard member see a bat fly into the house while they uh, left the door swing behind them? Or do they have to lock the door? Uh, no, they're just going to shut it behind them. The guard does... Not the guard leaving, but a guard on the inside still sees the bat come in. And he goes to get a broom and starts like trying to hit at the bat to knock it out. Saying uh, things like, get like out of here! Get! Think, Stupid yeah. bat, what are you doing in here? Get! Get out of here! And the bat will disappear amongst the rafters, if possible, and okay. like, crawl away and out somewhere else. Sure, like you uh, get up into the rafters and the guy doesn't stop. Like he's got his broom and he wants to get the bat out of the building. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's a good idea. So, what do you do? Um, I think we're gonna try to lose him. So we'll just like dive bomb out of the rafter. Like we probably disappeared behind sight, like up into some corner, or like if there's literally a rafter like behind the beam or like in the crook of the beam. Mm -hmm. And he's like probably trying to see it and swatting around with the broom and we'll just pff, surprise attack, dive bomb, but like rush past him and go for the, uh, the dungeon beneath. Oh. Just, like, trying, to, trying to surprise him and so just like escape the room before. So he maybe gets an opportunity attack as we do a flyby, mm -hmm. but I'm like an 18 HP bat. So like, all right, I'll give him an attack with the attack broom, with the broom. <laughs> against the bat. <laughs> He's a guard. Is he proficient with a broom? It sounds like an um, improvised weapon with penalties to me. Perhaps a natural five is not going to do it. He swings at the bat, misses. Maybe roll like a surprise check, or can I roll something to try to hide or like avoid him? Right, so like he loses sight of this bat that flies past. Right, you know what it's like trying oh, to like yeah, swat yeah. a fly. I've never tried to swat a bat with a. With a uh, with a broom, but I've tried to catch a mouse with a wakazashi. So. <laughs> uh, well, the he keeps a pretty close eye on you. Uh, surprisingly, you know he's batting at you as you mm -hmm. dive past him, and he whirls around and sees where you are. Mm -hmm. um, I think, nonetheless, we you know we fly down to the dungeon, and he maybe runs after. Uh, the dun the door to the dungeon is closed. Is there a window on the door or? A no, it's just a, a wooden door. You would have to okay. be in human form to open it. Okay. Uh, does this guard have a key ring around him? Uh, it's just on the wall next to the door. Okay. Um, is this the only... Is There's only one guard in this room? This is like the entry hall of the uh, keep or something? This... So the, this is the dungeons mm. of um, Pine Spur. Uh, okay. It's kind of separate, separate from everything building. else. Yeah, it's a separate building. So you've got a... Like, this is the antechamber, the, like, kind of the atrium sort of reception hall section. And mm -hmm. there's one guard here right now. The other one had left. Last time you were here, I don't remember what happened in this room, but there was another guard posted down below in the dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's at least one guard here and maybe one down below. And the guy that just left 
you know, maybe there's two posted here and one's on a piss break or who knows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... I am at full HP, so there's no need for this guy's HP. So I think I just want to take him down. Um, withering touch takes years, which I might get back if I sacrifice him. Um, yeah, I think we're just going to go full hog. So we'll go. We're going back into necromancer form. Mm -hmm. I think appearing behind this guy or in front of him, and we'll use a let's use a withering touch to disable this guy. Mm. Let's the guard. It's going to cost years. So four, four years would do two d six. Let's do four years. Okay. Um, I don't know if, this, if you want to roll surprise or something like that. Yeah. Three. That is a surprise on a D10. And it seems like a surprising thing for this bat that you're swatting out with a broom to turn out to be uh, a necromancer. Mm-hmm. Clad in uh, bone armor. Mm-hmm. With an executioner's axe tied to his back. Um, reaching out and grasping for you. So I'm making attack rolls with an extra plus two. Yes. Or do I get surprise? Uh, no, surprise is. Yeah, you can get surprise and back attack. It maybe yeah. you fly over so his I think head. He, like, he gives a swing and misses, and the bat whirls behind him, turns into uh, Mouse for Winters, who critically fumbles. So I think the guy whirls around to face the lunging uh, necromancer. And the the shift from bat form to human form is not as smooth as you were hoping it would be. And mm -hmm. grabbing at the. The, the Bardish while you're still transforming. It's sort of a mess. I didn't and you, actually need the Bardish. I was going for a withering touch, which is oh, okay. just back. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we, we roll, roll initiative. Yeah. The guard goes at a whopping 12 as he stands there slack-jawed sort of nine. staring um, at you. He might get an opportunity attack with the broom, but I don't know how much damage the broom does or if it's even in a yeah, well, he will take the opportunity attack as you reach okay. out. I think minus two being an improvised weapon, and it probably does, like, d4 minus one damage or something. He it's rolls an 11. That doesn't even hit my armor. Yeah. yeah. No, it just hit. harmlessly hits your breastplate. Oh, my God. Two ones in a row. <laughs> I just can't get hands on this guy. No. Um, um, you're, I, if I missed him, I haven't expended the withering touch, or did I already give up the souls for that? Ooh, How good does that work? question. I think it seems like you need to make contact before you even use the ability, right? Withering touch by siphoning. Okay. I think I talk about it again later. No, do we not? I thought we talked about it in the Tooth and Claw section. No. Ooh, spoilers. <laughs> so I don't think you need to... Yeah, I think you can cast it once you've touched them. That's 
That's okay. how it goes. Okay. Okay. All right. So you miss twice. Yeah. In an attempt and to grab is this he guy. Screaming for help or running uh, for his life. What's these his screams reaction? begin. The broom drops and a short sword comes out from his side as he tries to plunge it through your gut. With a oh, that was almost a twenty, and then it rolled to a seven. And the short sword comes, its point hits you right in the breastplate and comes to a dead stop. You can feel him trying to shove you backwards through it, and then eventually the blade slips to the side, uh, sending a little small shower of sparks to the floor. Um, How many you spiritual can weapons can you activate in a round? Is it like a separate ritual? It take, or you, you use it the same way you would a touch attack, like you give up the souls to make, in the attacking of the... Um, I think yeah. you do one weapon per round, right? Mm-hmm. Casting the spell is quick and easy, just a pick of blood, allowing the spell to be cast in the same round the attack is going to be made. What if you have multiple attacks? What if I dual wield daggers or if I throw bone daggers? I feel like you could cast multiple spiritual weapons in the okay. same round. Yeah. Okay. All right, um, if I back away, does he, he he stays in melee? Like, so if I try to back up 10 feet and throw daggers at him, he, like, stays engaged, so I should... He can start. either stay with you, or he can use it, uh, take an opportunity attack if he doesn't want to chase after oh, okay. you. okay. Yeah. But I can't throw three daggers around from melee, is that I'm, like, forced Correct. and engaged, and I'm yeah, just going to make it... I think throwing missiles in melee oh, probably provokes... Again, don't we? Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. provokes opportunity attacks. Okay. Um, let me get a guardsman. <clears throat> and you're gonna roll with short sword speed. Oh, he's quick. Yeah, he is. Uh, the guard has the short sword. He's wearing chain mail, and he stabs at you again, Lord Winter, with a 16 to hit. Um, think, I think that does actually clear breast. Yeah, my AC is only 15. He stabs you. Uh, You'll take yeah, two points of damage that are ticking probably... off a charge of spiritual armor. Mm -hmm. Dropping us down to six. Oh, wait. Yeah. Where is that one? There we go. All right. Uh,. And let's stab him with a dagger, uh, with a spiritual weapon. So this will drain a year of life. Let me get plus two to hit. 18 Ooh. points of damage. Uh, he's got chain mail and a shield. Like I said, I, didn't think, I forgot. I think I forgot to say the shield, but either way, it's a hit. He did not strap a shield. On. I don't know. He he's, didn't have a. Yeah, yeah. He's probably got a shield, but he was dual wielding a broom, and it takes a round to put on right. a shield. Okay, so no he shield. AC fifteen. AC right? fifteen from the chain. Yep, it goes right so through take, it. Yeah, and he takes three points of damage, two of which are necrotic. Oh, the guard stumbles backwards into the wall and begins to slump down. That was enough to bring him down. Yep. Okay. These are regular guards. They have like D8 HP. Um, and then in the next round, Mousefur will sacrifice this guy or eat this guy's soul. Okay. So I think well, using it's the bone the dagger, end right? of that round that mm -hmm. a knocking comes from the other side of the dungeon door and yeah, a, a feminine voice says, John? 
John, what's going on over there? Um. Her, the call, her call goes unanswered as this as John's soul is eaten, maybe before her eyes as she opens the door from the other side. She does. She opens the eyes to Malcifer hunched over John, Jonathan, eating him, eating his soul. Uh, she'll let out a shriek and she wields a spear to help like stab through the gates of things. No shield. Um, is, so is this happening? So she's entering the room on the same round as her soul eating? Yes. Okay. Um, so I should so roll an initiative we should... three to eat a soul? Yes. And she rolls initiative plus six for her spear. Okay. So now I think she opens the door to see the, you know, the necromancer hunched over the guardsman. Mm-hmm. His soul. I don't know. Do you see a soul being wrenched from its body and gobbled up? Or is that all on some other plane of existence that she can't perceive? It's prob there is probably some sort of visual with it. Maybe it's just like a ghostly wind kind of blowing into your mouth. She may not realize what she's even seeing. It's how many years did this guardsman have left in him? Ooh, not many. He only had twenty-five years. Poor bastard. All those cigarettes he was smoking had given him cancer. He hadn't a long time left to live. Uh, but the guards woman will stab at you while shouting, help! It's him! It's him! And a four comes, it's a downward stab, hits the back of your armor and slides down it. So she does, yeah, she um... Mm -hmm. Um... If she's opened the door to the dungeon and left it ajar, I think Malsifer is, I guess next round, Malsifer will probably disengage and head into well, the dungeon. She's in the doorway, right? She came okay. up through it and is sta like maybe standing in or just on the but back side of the door. How did she stab me? I don't, I don't think she can, like Malsifer was in the room. Uh, they stepped into the room to engage in melee sure. or she stayed. I, or I guess gets, like combat penalties for like trying to poke from afar while standing in a doorway. I didn't think I was in right my next in my head. The the guy was landing pretty close to the the wall. I guess we didn't have it described. You know, we don't have a map of the room, but I think he wasn't too far from the the doorway down. Does that make sense? Not no, it doesn't match up with what I saw. But whatever, we can okay. Uh, well, that. then she's just standing near the doorway. How about that? We're just, Not we're fully just all, We're just all piled on top of each other. Like it's the, a mess. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Um, she rolls a ten, and will no, she hasn't. She hasn't rolled yet. She rolls a fourteen. Malsifer will go first. Okay. Um. So she's blocking the doorway. And she's standing Malsifer and okay. Yeah, so if she's like five feet in front of the doorway, you wouldn't be able to get behind to the doorway because she would be, you know, blocking it. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. In any case, we're gonna hold essence this round. So I'm gonna eat it. Pull out the pull a jar of pickled bat hearts out mm -hmm. and eat one in front of this uh, this guards woman uh, dealing or. What do you call it? Uh, you're marking three points of HP. Mm -hmm. Actually, I could feed on her, couldn't I? But I need to subdue her first. Mm -hmm. 
Um, that's tough to do in battle. We found out on the ship that it's not very uh, practical to try and eat people while they're alive. Yeah. While they're, sorry, while they're conscious. Yeah. Anyway, so what are you going to do okay, here? So we were holding the essence. All right, you um, eat, so the eat the bat heart. heart in front of her. I would like to step out of, I, yeah, I, I don't know. We're theater of the mind. It sounds like I'm stuck engaged in... She is... It seems silly that I'm standing right in front of her instead of stepping back a foot out of her reach, right? It seems like if she wants to hold the door, Malastor can just take a step back and she either has to stay in the doorway or pursue mm-hmm. and engage. Right. So if you step back, either she makes her attack of opportunity um, from the doorway or she follows after you. Okay. So I guess like it's just a weird mechanical consequence that I'm that Malsfer is eating this bad heart in her face. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, DD's filled with see. weird mechanical things, right? right? Um, okay, so on her turn, the next round, uh, she it's the same is round. Going... She just get out. Okay, right. Uh, she will do. She'll hold her position and. Um, Sort of defend I think herself she's in attack shouting. range. Is why that's why I was confused. I think she's just. I think this is all happening in spear range. Yeah, but which, her spear is not actually striking at you. She's holding her ground and defending herself. We could call it parrying if you'd like, mm-hmm. um, while shouting for help. And why don't you give me a perception check to see if you can hear any help coming? Uh, no, she's shouting. I'm sure. I'll, I mean, I'm sure. She's making quite a commotion. She's making as much noise as she can. Um, and we'll roll into the next round. She's going to continue to hold the doorway. Yeah. Um, so I guess this all takes place in, like, super slow motion. Because um, I'm just withdrawing this round, but I guess I'll... Uh, I want to withdraw and throw daggers, but I guess I'll roll... Okay, so at eight. Okay. You go first? Yeah. You back out of the room. I spend around taking my, just taking a five foot step, <laughs> <laughs> right, just to get out of her melee range. Right, but it's range. it's not quite that because so, I think in the melee, in a full minute of combat, it's not just you take a step back, right? She's like making stabs at you, and I guess, fainting I have, blows uh, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. A, Let's just breeze over it and make her. And she can take her action, and we can forget about how many minutes pass. Sure. Uh, once she sees you backing up, she will press the attack, lunging forward and trying to stab at your feet. Then I will dodge her. Then I'll then I'll withdraw down the hall. Like I feel like I can. In that case, I can lure her back. Like she's pursuing. Well, I'm withdrawing. So you're withdrawing. She's pursuing. You okay. can go. Out can I the... circle around her and go down? Well, the next round I'll do that. Okay. So you want to like pursue around the room? Yeah, I don't know. Like so she steps forward and makes an attack, but now the dungeon door is exposed. Right. So, what does she hit? She, she rolls roll? a 16. Which does clear AC. Okay. Ultra spear damage. As one plus one for two. Okay. Uh, another charge gone. There's a flash of uh, spiritual energy as her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her measly weapons do not harm the necromancer before her. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess let's roll initiative and do another round. Are there others joining the battle at this point, or no? Yes, uh, on this round, there will be. Actually, can I have stabbed her at the end of the round? Like, it, it seems weird that I lose all of my actions to try and go from, like, to go from stabbing with the dagger to throwing with the dagger. I guess it was withdrawal, but he just, okay, whatever. So you were, you yeah, had spent this round, round withdrawing so you could throw, and then she and, chased and then, after you. 
mm -hmm. which sort of negates all of your actions that round, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is why I'm working on a reactive combat system, which makes more sense. I guess. Or we could just do this on gridded combat. Yeah, if, we, if I had a map. Just the ways, the ways you were using the threatening spear of the guard made it feel kind of gritty in my mind. But uh, mm -hmm. let's just, we can just, I roll a nine. Okay. Uh... A map for us another day. It's too it late. Matter. The battle's halfway over. Just yeah. To, yeah, we'll just do this in yeah this inconvenient initiative system. Okay. So, so. she is going at six, and these other guards are going to be showing up on this round as well. So the first one is one of the new guards coming from outside. This is the guy that had just walked out of the room a few minutes ago. Uh, he throws open the door. Well, actually, the door is probably still open. He pops in the room, sees you and her, and she's shouting, It's him! It's him! And he will probably lunge for you as well. Frontal attack, natural 18. Okay, what the fuck is happening right now? I, we need to get... If, okay, Back attack, I mean, front attack, what do you want? I don't know. I guess I just said don't do a battle map, but it seems... But now we need a battle map. Okay, here, I'm going to draw right. us a battle map. We're going to do it quick and dirty-like. I, I don't know. I feel like I... Yeah, whatever. Um, okay, make a back attack. I'll eat a spirit armor charge. I said front yeah. attack, but... Okay. All right, 18. It's a natural 18. 18 anyway, so... Yeah. It doesn't matter what angle he was attacking from. Um, here, let's look over here. Um, and I'd like to add my poltergeist into combat this round. Sure. I guess I should have done that earlier, but if we're just, yeah. It actually goes first, but I think because the guards jumped in, it didn't know they were there, or we didn't, I didn't know they were there. Right. Um, okay, so the this is going to lead down I, a staircase to the jail cells. Um, so this right here that I've just drawn an arrow to is the front door. Mm-hmm. And then these are like jail cells down here. This is definitely not to scale and it's very ugly. Mm-hmm. And I think this room is probably about um, 10 feet. Oh yeah, 10 by 15. It's just about what I was going for. Perfect. Um, and there should be like a desky thingy over here. That didn't work. Desky thingy there. And a table over here. Okay. So if we bring our tokens over. Um, she is here-ish. 
there's well, a, the, I, I think well, there's and there's a body there as well. And yeah. I'm there as well. Well, I mean, now I took a five foot step back, so we're here. And there's yeah. a body on the ground, and she okay. taken a step, and then someone came in through the back, through the front door that through I the front that door. I yeah. So it's probably something like this, where this guy's just coming in through the front door. Okay. Okay. And uh, hits, I think, have you rolled damage yet? Uh, no, I have not rolled damage yet. And you said there are, I can see at least one other guard over his shoulder. Uh, yes, there's another guard coming through. The damage mm-hmm. from this attack is four plus four is eight damage. That uh, actually deals a point to you. Uh, yeah, one. Yeah, you're right. Four. Oh my god. Um, and, oh, and uh, I would turn. like... Yeah, I, I think my poltergeist goes first. I would like it to draw okay. the sword of the guard behind it or something like that. Uh, like this guard or the one? The if there's one. someone like behind, there's a guard in the street or something. So the poltergeist yeah. steps out of the bardish that it like lives in or whatever that it haunts mm-hmm. and just appears behind this guy. And if his sword's not drawn, it'll just like draw it and let it drop to the street. Or if he's got Ooh. a spear, maybe it like snatches the spear from his hand. I don't know what he's armed with. He's got a spear in his hand and a short sword at his side. Okay, so then I, I guess we'll just sort of make an attack roll against the sword or something like that. Uh, yeah. The... Let's see. No one sees the poltergeist coming. You're effectively totally hidden. So um, plus four to hit. And, mm-hmm. and you just got to grab the sword out of his sheath. Yeah, so, so AC 10. AC 10. Woo. Barely. Right, so minus one for having five strength and then plus four okay. for the surprise nature of the attack. So his short sword draws itself and clatters to the ground. And got to DM which hacks. I got DM hacks of my own. He is PC surprised hacks. by the, the short sword drawing itself and clattering to the ground because no sword just like levitates out and drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will change his action to defending against the unseen. Um, and it's the woman's turn. Uh, I can't see which direction you're facing. Looks like you're facing down. Uh, I think I'm. I think at this point, no, yeah, I'm facing down and back okay. to the wall. She'll stab at you with a two to hit. Uh, I go before. Oh, is she the eight? She's the eight. Guard? Yeah, yeah. And then she it's Mal's first turn. Uh, I guess I make an attack roll against her. I think we just have to kill everyone now. Hmm. Eighteen is a hit. This is a spiritual weapon dagger. So that's a sacrifice of a year and it does the 2d4 damage 5 um, 2d4 one of which is necrotic only 4 points of damage she survives and tick into the next round uh, the guard outside can maybe like roll a perception check to spot the poltergeist and then like try to snatch it uh, that is going to be a failure to spot I'm pretty sure the poltergeist shift 75% ethereal okay so it can just shift in and out of ethereal at will right mm-hmm. okay uh, right, but when they are shifted into the ethereal round, do you think like it? So it shifted material to draw the short sword, and then right. it, can it only do like once around shift back and forth? Or that makes sense. Does that, yeah. does that seem fair? That seems fair. 
but otherwise you just shift material for a second and then shift immediately shift ethereal again to avoid any repercussions or right but I've, when you are ethereally shifted you cannot see living objects so okay. you see through them so you would need to be physically uh, shifted into the prime material plane in order to interact or to see things to interact with them yeah but okay okay but it's usually within 60 feet of me right or the sword 120 yards okay okay so next round yeah yeah. I know, yeah, because the guard outside sees nothing. Um, and now we roll like, initiative. Well, I dropped my sword. Uh, and then I guess I'll roll the f- just a d10 for... I don't know if I second round for myself for my pull to go, oh, but I can't have a second token. So either way, both mousefers go first. Uh, we've got yourself um, a poltergeist right here. Okay. Uh, should have an initiative 10, but this round doesn't matter. We're both going first. So Malsifer prepares another spiritual dagger. Actually, I guess it's the same one. Okay. Um, so you I go guess first. he's like, he's got it like using his offhand to like draw blood. Just a little pinpricks. Uh, enough to imbue this blade with his spiritual essence. So that's mm-hmm. another, well, it'll be, yeah, it's another year and an attack roll. No, critical miss. Oh my god. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I lose the year and uh, no successful attack happens. The shade outside, is there anything it can really do? I think Engadian Mousefur will tell it to, you know, come here and it will go and go ethereal, right? So it'll go back ethereal and come like inside the room and may mm-hmm. turn the material again next round. But right, and so the guards retaliate. They've got their they've got this mysterious necromancer up against a wall. Mm-hmm. And at least two of them maybe can gather around and uh get rid of these nameplates. Try to drive a stake through my heart. There we go. Now we can see a little bit better. Um, okay. The next guard is the woman who's standing before you, and she stabs at you again with a 12 to hit. No good. The next is the guard in the doorway who shuffles in. Um, you could probably make a, a frontal attack on both of them by facing the right angle. So it's a frontal attack with a nine to hit. The guard outside keeps looking for the poltergeist, saying, something's here! It's out here! And then followed by, over here, over here! Um, and frantic Pretty waving. Outside. This is off in the distance, or? Uh, no, this is just or a guy him. that's on the other side of the wall from you. He's like, but he, you know. Yeah, but he's mistaken, right? He probably saw the poltergeist shifting ethereal and moving through him. Yeah. Um, and the mouse firm poltergeist. I've already gone, actually. Yeah, so we're doing initiative. Initiative. Um. Perfect. Oops, ascending. Uh, Mouse for Winter goes first. Ooh, a six is not enough for the spiritual weapon. And I think with spiritual weapons, every time you make an attack, you lose a year. And it's got if it's only one year, it's got to be used within that round, right? I believe so. And the only advantage to using more years is to make it last longer. Uh, to do more damage, right? Oh, d- th- that's for Withering Touch. This is a spiritual okay. weapon. 
<laughs> the effect lasts one year per one round per year drained. Right, so you could um, you can just keep giving it one round each. Um, you can enchant the weapon once okay, each yeah. round, or you can yeah. enchant it like ten time for ten rounds and then not worry about it. Okay. Uh, if, okay. if you wanted to hand it over to someone else, you know. I see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, but the poltergeist will go before the guards. It's just gonna. It'll go physical. And I think make, just make a shove attack against this guard. Okay. And I'm guessing that if I hit, maybe she'll have to hit or something Ooh, like that. Ooh, she so, rolls a four plus wait. something on her strength check. Okay, but I still need to hit her to shove it, or does if it's back attack and blind, it's just like right into the strength check? I feel we should go straight into the strength check for back attack and blind. Okay. So um, 14 is better than her failure, right? Uh, she rolls a four plus 10 is a 14, and you roll okay. a five plus nine is a 14, so... Okay, so probably no effect that she does um, Other yeah. than she's shoved from the back by this poltergeist. Yeah. It's just disconcerting and weird yeah. and creepy. Yeah, I mean, cool. she'll probably stay focused on Mousefur, but I could see it being totally reasonable for, like, in, a, in different circumstances, something like this luring someone into attacking the poltergeist instead. Mm-hmm. Right, like, imagine if your PCs are fighting a necromancer boss or whatever and like oh a ghost appears behind you and makes a shove attack against you you resist it but it's there right I think that's pretty good probably a good 50-50 chance they go after the necromancer or turn around to deal with the minion uh, this guard starts talking to someone on the outside you can hear him <laughs> saying he's in there father he's in there oh a priest eh mm-hmm. see if he's a cleric see if I can be turned well, uh, if he's called father, he's a cleric, right? I don't know. These uh, Eridonian customs never quite made sense to me. Mm. Let's do initiative again, I think. Both of these guards have attacked me, and it sounds like a... Uh, well, no, this, we just started this round. The other uh, two guards haven't attacked yet. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. That was my turn, and then... So, yeah. So two guys are within stabby range. Yes. Uh, this cleric will be joining the fray at the end of the round. In the meantime, the other two guards will make stabs at Malsifer. First one with a 2 to hit, second one with a 15 to hit. Uh, 15 will take a charge. You will take 4 and 2 for 6, which is reduced to 0. Yeah. Your life is getting lower. Oops. Or your charges are getting lower, at least. Uh, and at the end of the round, the cleric arrives, and you can hear him saying to the guard, What is it, good man? And the guard says, It's it's the necromancer! He's inside! And we will roll the cleric into initiative. Um, right. get his list of spells right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. That's not what we want to do. We want to do...
Okay. Uh, he is going to start chanting something on his round. Does throwing uh, missile weapons in melee provoke OAs? I think so. I think that's the only thing that makes sense, though. You know? Yeah. Okay. Um, The cleric is going to... Even thrown weapons, such as, like, a throwing an axe in melee? I think so. Yeah. I think that inevitably opens you up to something. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... This guard is going to actually step out of the initiative order and just let the other dude go. This one is going to go at six or plus six to initiative. This one goes at plus six to initiative. All right, you ready? Alsifer uh, uh, goes yeah. at three. Holy crap, buddy! Yeah, just it's. Okay. Yeah. So my knives are quick. As Mousefer going first, Mousefer is going first. I think this we're finishing off the spear woman here. Um, so let's start with that stabby stabby. Finally a crit, and I think this is just nasty. I I think we over. She's already taken one stab, right? So does, yeah. Does this crit the uh, necrotic damage as well, or just the physical? I think it does. It just increases the damage dice, so they all go up. Oh, does that count? Can I eat her soul as it comes out? You bring her to to negative eleven, so she dies before you can before you can do anything about it. Yeah. Um, and then I would the like uh, my poltergeist to like trade places with me and see if we can trick this uh, this guard that's threatening me. Ooh. So like, I'm gonna, the poltergeist is gonna like move within threatening range, like even like clipping through mouse fur as it becomes material. I guess it was already material. Mm-hmm. So like flicker ethereal through mouse fur and like come out of him. And give we're me... gonna try to like do a switcheroo and like, ha- yeah. Give so me an like... opposed charisma versus his wisdom or something with a penalty because he's unfamiliar with this. Okay. Uh... D20 plus 13. Ooh, not good. Unless I get advantage or something like that. Well, he has a penalty to his charisma. He rolls a four on the die. Oh. And his uh, his wisdom, sorry, is three plus three is six plus three is nine. So nine and three is 12. Okay. So So I think uh, it works. It does work. Um, Yeah, so he'll make it. He loses track of which mouse is which. Yeah, um, and I'll make I'll throw more daggers at the end of the round. Um, the cleric, I think, knows if he's got a line of sight into the room. I'm sure he's wise enough to know which uh, which necromancer is which, and maybe he gets a glimpse. But I don't know. So we'll see what happens on guard initiative. Okay. I'm trying to figure out. I don't think I've noted if these shade-like things need magic weapons to be... I think they take half damage. Uh, if they're material, I think they get... If there's a there's a mention of it. Is there, if they're okay. material, they can take damage. If their total material form is destroyed, they're, like, freewheeling 2 HP okay. shades. Yeah, you've got some stuff. Okay, so perfect, right perfect. now it is material, it has 16 HP, and it can be... A, 14 can be AC. Right okay. 
I think that this in the in the whirl of blood and spiritual straight spiritual energy, I think this guard is totally confused. He probably thinks that that is absolutely going after it. part of the necromancer. He thinks it's vulnerable. I mean, it is right. It's yeah, mm-hmm. sixteen um, HP. He takes a stab with a seventeen to hit. He'll hit your pulser guy. Yeah, actually, I think they have AC fourteen, mm-hmm. and he will I do six damage to it. So this poltergeist was raised, was summoned with, uh, let's see, I think it was like 16, 16 HP. Okay. So he's at so 10 would... out of 16. Mm-hmm. And I think if there was something like if it's killed, it's like its material form is killed. Maybe it's just forced back to the ethereal plane until it recomposes. The only way to kill it, kill it, is to kill the 2 HP of... After taking enough damage to be enough physical damage to be destroyed, the poltergeist loses its ability to materialize and becomes unchained from the caster. They are now free roaming undead who can interact with the material world as if they had two strength. Okay. Yeah. But I would lose control of it. Although I could probably re-control it. That's kind of cool. I like these interactions. All right. um, Uh, And next up uh, is the cleric who begins a holy chant of sorts. Um, and you can see that the guards, they have like these little symbols of a stare um, emblazoned upon their surcoats, which begin to like give off a, a faint amount of light. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so does the cleric. They have holy warriors guarding their dungeon. Um, they've got something going on. There is some sort of clerical magic happening here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, initiative next round. Yeah, um, Mouseway gets to throw uh, spiritual weapons at the end of it. He gets a th- right, right. I think it, it's fair to switch to throwing daggers. Sure. At the end of the round, right? Like I make a melee attack, kill the guy. Poltergeist flips into threatening reach, and then I'm okay with that. Just, I'll, I'll maybe just one instead of the usual. Well, I guess they're just daggers. So it's they're same, just daggers. Same right. attack, right? Yeah. Um, if I can throw it at the cleric, that would be ideal. Uh, no, he's got or two people got in front cover. of him and a doorway. There's no way. Um, yeah, then I think we'll just throw it at the guard and miss. No, miss. With a year of spiritual force with it. Okay. It has been many rounds now. Yeah, it's probably been, what, 10 minutes of commotion at the dungeon, maybe even more. Something along those lines. Uh, roll me some initiative for yourself. Yeah, I think... Even if we do, at this point, I don't think we're going to sensibly bust Freddy out of here. Mm. Is there a window to this room? There are, yes. Uh, I will do the windows in blue so they can be more easily seen. There's the window. Okay. The only window. Uh, Malcifer goes first again. Surprise, surprise. Um, uh, I guess a quick glance over my shoulder. What does that reveal down this open door, down this hallway? Uh, that is a staircase that leads down, and that's and pretty much all you last, can see. So the last time I was here, how many were there held in the dungeon? Was it just Freddy, or were there other cells? There were other cells, but Freddy had his own cell. Mm-hmm. There's no... He's not getting out this well i mean he'd have to like, escape on foot of, right 
Is there more commotion behind the cleric? I guess I look out the window. Mousefur steps forward, looks out the window. Yeah, you can see other guards are forming up. Mm-hmm. Um, the It looks like the town is on high alert now, and torchlights are kind of flickering in the distance, but they seem to be drawing in your direction. Mm-hmm. Um... Malsifer is going to turn back into a... He's going to break the window, turn back into a bat, and fly away. What do you break the window with? An an elbow, a a bone dagger, the butt of a bardish... Sure! If you you have, like, a a heavy metal tool, that's not a problem. But if you're going to use, like, an elbow or something, I might want, like, an easy strength check. Um, Like a... I don't know. DC 16 strength check or something. If you're just going to use a, a hand or an elbow. Um, they don't have That nice seems stupid to do when I've got so many weapons. Right, so if you have a bardish in hand, then you can just break it and be fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine then. You've already eaten the your bat probably so you has can... to be. It's probably super awkward to carry a bardish otherwise, right? Can you just be strapped to a bat? Like, I guess like on a... Yeah, I don't know if you can strap it to your back because it's a pull. I arm, think it's probably, right? it might even have been in my offhand this whole time. Kind of, it thing. must have been. Yeah. All right, so you yeah. can break it with you can break the window with your bardish, become a bat, and, and fly, fly away. away. They, maybe a couple guards get shots. Maybe the clerics perceptive enough to see this going down, um, and the poltergeist goes next, and it turns ethereal mm-hmm. and tries to follow after. All right. And then the two of you disappear into the night. Yes. And right. I think with that, we'll go into a break. Do you want to re- resolve quickly, like, perception checks to see if see if anyone spots specifically where this bat flees? Or um, if anyone gets lucky with a rock or a... I'll give a I couple mean, of bow I'm, shots to, to guards that are coming up. The armor and my HP, there's probably the most they would do is ding off a... Yeah. Um, let's say two guards show up and we'll each make two shots. The first one's at minus two penalty for darkness. The second shot's at minus two for darkness and three for two for range. So, uh, one at minus two, two at minus two and two at minus four. So zero, five, 13 and negative four or negative three. So no shots, no hits. And so Bat Malsifer flutters into the night. And I think we'll go into our break and wrap this show up on the other side. See you guys then. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. Yo. Evil awaits. It does. So it is nighttime. You are a bat. You are flying. Yep, flying over Pine Spur. Um, I think the poltergeist eventually makes its way back to the uh, to the Bardish, which is I don't know, contained within my bat soul. I think it's like just that. floating around you until it can get back into the Bardish, because it yeah. the Bardish isn't in existence right now. Neither is the poltergeist, so it's sure. fine. Everything's fine. It's all Every- fine. Show fine, clipping, everyone. Clipping errors are totally fine in the ethereal plane. Mm-hmm. Um. And the mouse for winter in bat form mm-hmm. flies above Pine Spur, um, looking for a suitable spot to haunt. 
to spread the plague. Mm. The zombie apocalypse. So I think we want to look out for if there's like some kind of gathering place. I guess a family, like a, a house could be fine or like a tavern or somewhere that there would likely to be a handful of people. Mm-hmm. At least four. Make a pack of ghouls, something like that. Um, and a safe distance away from this cleric, right? Mm-hmm. So we fly off into the night. Back you flutter about. Spur. Um, probably not in the the army camps are outside of the city, I think. Although it seems like they've got many guards posted up and patrolling these city streets. Yeah, they're posted like at the edge of the town, but that there's still guards filtering through the town. Are the guards torches. gathering at the jail? You can the, see that there the, are there is a movement towards the jail cell from many guards, leaving other parts of the city less well guarded. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, uh, Batlord flies uh, flies to one of these unguarded areas of the city and sniffs out his uh, prey, echolocates it, if you will. What are you looking for? Hmm. People. Souls. Well, those are so everywhere. Yeah. Sure enough, you find an abandoned, not a, I shouldn't say abandoned, but an unguarded section of town with very few lights on in it. It is one of the slummier sides of town. Uh, it's on the, the northwest side. Mm-hmm. And you can reform into a human down here. Yes. Maybe even inside of the building. Right? I guess people don't usually leave their windows open, do they? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's warm, but these people are sleeping with their, their windows shut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it's the slums that are unguarded. Is this closer to the lake or yeah, into the woods? Okay, uh, northwest Maybe up against the lake shore. Yeah, yeah, near to the lake shore. Mm-hmm. Some uh, fishermen's huts down by the down by the lake. Is that what we're what we're thinking? Uh, if you would like to be all the way up against the lake, you can do so. Yes. There are indeed some fishermen's huts up there that even kind of like spread further along the like outside of the bounds of proper town. There are little um, places, houses, huts built along the lakeside. Yeah. Bog monsters. The lake seems like a suitable place for the uh, to seed the plague. Mm-hmm. Um, so the bat, this bat will uh, fly into one of these little. Uh, I guess it's all within Pinespur, right? But outlying sure. villages. Yeah, I mean. And turn back into a necromancer. The lines of where a city starts and stops are sort of arbitrary, you know? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Lake Volcus. Where did my token get dragged over this map? There's the. So taking uh, human form once more. Oh, and we can. The shade can go back into its home. Yes. In the varnish. You take human form on the beach. 
mm-hmm. before this hut. And uh, are there any lights on? Does it seem like this spot is largely abandoned? Is that what the feel I'm getting, or? I, you, I think you're getting the feel that it's nighttime and everyone's asleep, so okay. there are no lights on. What's the population like? One hut every th- like 30 feet between the huts. Mm-hmm. Um, the huts are fairly small, probably a family of one to five live in there. Okay, so I guess we'll just enter one of these huts. Um, mm-hmm. Opening the door, is it locked? No, these people can't afford locks. Okay. Um, but they can make perception checks while they're asleep at penalties at disadvantage to see if they hear you coming in. Nope, that's a natural one. That's not gonna suffice. Next person, ooh, double 18s, yeah. So you open, the door's a little squeaky, and as you enter in, someone sort of like rolls over from bed and like goes, huh, who's there? And sort of makes a grumbling noise. Um, oh, everyone else is asleep, though. Yeah. How many bo- How many people are there in this hut? So Malsfer enters the hut and jumps right into initiative order to subdue this this person. You see no less than two figures in a, a fairly large bed, plus another what looks to be maybe a dog on the ground, who is also sort of like waking up and sniffing the air. Okay. Um, shall we roll initiative, or... What are you thinking? Um, I'm just going to grab some quick little toki-tokis. Ooh, you're a little bit big. Grab you, so we'll have different colored tokens. Actually, I'm probably better off going quick, but did I rec- did I get that initiative to roll? Alright, so this person will start to wake up. I haven't seen an initiative roll from you. Okay. Um... um Convenient to drain them alive. Maybe one, but I think the first one just need to kill. All right. So they, uh, I guess, get the jump on me. Mm-hmm. Standing in their doorway in the middle of the night, or do whatever they're gonna do. <laughs> and might as well roll uh, initiative for the poltergeist. Sure. So the poltergeist is in amongst them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've made a small map for us. Um, the blue things are windows. This, uh, I'm going to change this to a orange. The orange thing is the door. Um, the yellow thing is the bed. Okay. Um, 
the blue thing is like counters. Yeah. The blue thing are counters. Um, and then the others are like tables and shit. Mm-hmm. Oops. Here. Here. And there's a dog. There. Alright, so the one um, person so that's woken up. Malcifer standing opening the doorway. The Lord of Winter himself, executioner's axe in hand, um, and then projecting into the room as his bloody body double. Uh, to which the Spiritual the man projection. in bed goes, Mary! Mary, wake up! Oh my god! And uh, starts yelling, the dog snaps to attention. The figure reaches down towards the bed and like picks up a baseball bat or whatever the sports equivalent Cajoli of a baseball something. bat would be. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of poultry protection. And uh, gets to his feet, standing and waving it as the dog wakes up and the other person wakes up. I'll roll them in next round. Mouse first um, turn. You know what? Mouse first chaotic evil. He just kills the dog. An 11. That probably doesn't even hit a dog. Ooh, I don't it? think it does. I think dogs have AC 13. I'm going to double check, though. AC dog, not moon dogs, just regular dogs. Um, This is a AC 13, yep. So you take a stab towards the dog. Mm-hmm. It recoils and yaps at you a few times before it rolls initiative. Um, oh, it wasn't even in the combat? Nope. Oh my god, I, I hadn't rolled in a yet. Mistake. <laughs> um, shit, you're just panicking. See, it's fine. There we go. Let's roll it for next round. Oh, you did. Uh, your poltergeist, what's it doing? Um, just poltergeisting. Yeah, just poltergeisting. Oh, you um, haven't rolled initiative. Okay. Um, let's see. I was kind of expecting to get a surprise round or something, so this makes things awkward. Hi. Uh, don't mind me barging into your barging into your uh, bedroom in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess we just go stabby stabby. Stabby stabby is always a good solution. This is when you're slow and you don't know what's going on. So the poltergeist goes first, and I think just spooks these people. All right. Um, Let me give them some wisdom checks here. Oh, my God. Uh, the the two humans definitely are failing their willpower check and just start, like, panicking. The dog does not fail its willpower check. It is a brave dog, and uh, it focuses on the poltergeist as it as the poltergeist starts spooking things. The dog barking and snarling, growling, drooling. Um, I don't actually think it can affect it, but I think it would probably waste... I mean, if it's... Uh, if it's... It probably, it's a dog. It probably senses the supernatural nature of the poltergeist, right? Mm -hmm. And it will probably take a failed attack for it to realize that it can't harm it in its ethereal state. Is the, the poltergeist right. not phased in? I think it's oh, but to be seen, it has to be material. Yeah. Okay. So then it could then it could attack. Right. Still wanted to. Okay. The the person with the bat mm -hmm. uh, is just standing at the edge of the bed, swinging the bat back and forth, saying, "Get back, you raiders! There's a whole comp. There's three companies here. They'll get you. Run, <laughs> run while you still got a chance." 
and the dog will leap to bite the poltergeist with a four to hit. Um, sort of like trying to bite its legs, but it has no legs, and sort of running through it and being on the other side now and being confused mm-hmm. and doggy. Um, the woman in the bed, Mary, I think we heard her name was, uh, just starts shouting, John, go step back, John. Leave him be. Wait, you can take our money. It's underneath the table. There's a strong box. Take it and be gone. Um, Malsifer does what, though? You're not here for the strong box of money. No. I'm here for something much more precious. Um, I think we engage with the guy. So we probably provoke the guy's away with a bat if he wants to take it. As oh, Malsifer yeah. goes at them with a spiritual weapon in hand. Um, it's a, a terrible blow with the bat. It's a three. He raises it above his head and like it hits the, the ceiling with it and gets and jostled. This, yeah, with the spiritual weapon, we hit the 21. Is that a crit? It's a double crit, yeah. Seriously? Three He's times damage dice? 10 AC, man. You rolled a natural 19. It clears by 11. 12 oh. points of damage. This is so. What is he? Roll, you should roll his HP so we can see if his soul is uh, intact. Seven HP, five remaining. Uh, he's okay. at negative five, I should say. His soul so, is intact. Uh, over the next. Um, okay, he'll have a few minutes to bleed out. So yeah. let's roll initiative for next round. All right. I think pillow initiative is going to be three. And. Um, oh. And I think the poltergeist will stay material and engage the the dog. All uh, right. The Malsifer climbs onto the bed and attempts to drain HP. Well, no, we want to eat the soul first. Uh, so I guess we eat the soul and then uh, of the of the dead man. Of the man. So you yeah. kneel by the man and drink his soul. Slurp up the soul. How many years of life did he have left in him? Let's find out. 43. He was an older gentleman. He was already in his 40s, but he had good genes. He was going to be around for a long time. Okay. Um, And then the poltergeist will kick the dog. Give me a roll to hit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, where did... I guess it's... So it rolls at minus one to hit, I believe. Yep. A you hit the dog, do it, right? <laughs> it does zero damage. <laughs> like, oh, wait, no, push. Got, it has five strength, doesn't it? Yeah, but the does melee attack on a poltergeist is nothing. Doesn't it have minus one to damage from strength, and then does like a d? I would, I assumed it would be like a d four minus one, or like uh, a d two. I mean, it has one. It intentionally has no like melee attack damage. It's not here to okay. to fight things. It's here to like move and manipulate and push and okay. stuff. Okay. Um. All right. Well, whatever. Um, yeah. So the dog, the, okay, so the dog and the lady can return fire or do whatever they, uh, mm-hmm. they gotta do. Okay. The dog continues to try and eat the poltergeist, biting at it with a two to hit, which is no good. The woman brings the, the pillow from the bed and brings it up and down on your head with a six to hit. It is a glancing blow from a pillow. Pillow fight? All right. She has um, no other weapons at her disposal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we can roll initiative. Uh, 
Uh, Poltergeist will go first. Um, so it can't make do anything with the dog other than distract it. How much um, does I the think... dog weigh? Can a poltergeist lift up a dog with five strength? Uh, it depends what the dog, how much the dog weighs. Uh, uh, I'd say it's a 45 pound dog. It's a medium sized dog, right? Five strength has a weight allowance of 10 and a max press of 25. Oh, not quite. You could pick up a cat though. <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. five strength right. has a minus um, two to hit. So actually. I think the poltergeist is going to go ethereal at the last possible moment to like evade the dog's attack. Okay. So go ethereal this round, and it's going to wait until like the dog bites at it, and like okay. go ethereal to like so to distract the dog for another round at least, mm-hmm. uh, while Malsifer goes to feed on this woman. So I think there's going to be like a posed strength check to to see if I can. Yep. Um. I don't think there's much of an attack rule here because she's still like l- sitting in bed, like grabbing yeah. and leaning over. So I think uh, getting a hand on her is easy. Just give me a post strength check. She rolls a twenty-four. Oh, of one. The pillow attack is successful. She beats you off with the pillow, knocking and you make away. It, make the attack roll. Oh, okay. Right, initiative now. Actually, we're at the same yeah. initiative. Uh, she rolls a five to hit you. Another glancing, ineffective blow from a pillow. Yeah, but she does manage to like just get out. it in your face enough yeah. to like keep you away. And I imagine you like snap your fingers. There's some sort of like sign that you give the poltergeist when to fade in and out, since it's kind of a a dumb creature on its own accord. Yeah, I imagine you whisper phase in Gadian or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I imagine there's some communication back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's roll initiative for the next round. The dog can no longer see the poltergeist. Yeah, it is coming. Ah, the poltergeist is back. All right, the woman goes first. She takes a lunge off the side of the bed to pick up the baseball bat and tries to swing it at you, Uh, which is a nine. It's a little bit better. It comes from the side and just like awkwardly, gently hits your your plate mail. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The poltergeist. Uh, I think the poltergeist phase is back into his existence over here, like behind the woman. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll go to wrestle the baseball bat out of her hand. I don't think it's going to be successful. We can give it a shot. Is that a hit or a a strike? Um, I think a roll to hit is necessary on this one. D20 minus one or something. A nine. Um, If there's like a back attack or something, or she's like distracted. Uh, You get a flank here. She's prone in bed. Yeah, she's awkward in bed. That's fine. You can grab it. <laughs> Give me a post strength check here. Yeah. Uh, she rolls a oh, 26. Yeah. Okay, so she's able to wrestle it free from the poltergeist's hand. Mm-hmm. But maybe the dog sees the spirit harassing its owner instead of the true threat. Um, let's see. That. Let's give the dog an intelligence check. Oh, it actually rolls well. It changes targets. Um, it's going to go after Malsifer this round. It'll try and leap up on you from behind with a, an 11 plus 2 for back attack. It's 13. It no. gets its teeth caught on one of your pauldrons. That's what they're called, right? The shoulder guards? Yeah. Um, and it starts, like, ripping back and forth, trying to tear it, j- knocking you around with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Malsifer is going to switch to his bone dagger, spilling his own life force in a spiritual weapon in the process. 
12 is not quite enough to stab a dog, is it? It is not, no. Unless there's any advantage. It's not like grappling or anything. No, it's... Uh... No, no. I can't think of anything bonus for mouse for here. Are you... Hold on, you're level 7, right? Yeah. Are you sure you're only getting plus, plus 2? 4, 5, 6, 7. Yeah. At level 9, do I get plus 3? 7, 8. I think it's level 10 you get plus 3. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have high ground for being on the bed? No, I doubt it, because I don't think you're standing on the bed. And the dog's on I'm the bed, standing too. on the bed? You're both on the bed. It's, I don't think you got high ground here. Um, okay. There's a table in here that's hiding from me. Wizard, plus two at seven, yep. Plus three at 10, yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, initiative. Seventh level wizard being taken down by a dog and a woman with a pillow. I'm not being taken, they haven't done anything successful yet. They're just uh, evading my- uh... Okay, maybe not being taken down, but unable to defeat a woman with a pillow and a regular right. dog. She's got a bat now. <laughs> um, I think the poltergeist will go to like trip the woman. I don't know. We'll just make an attack roll at minus one, plus two for back attack, so plus one. Is it 17 Ooh, is a hit. It is. Maybe I knock her off balance for a penalty to her to her attack or something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. Uh, it's her turn with the baseball bat. She'll bring it up and down with a four to hit. Penalties for the poltergeist is not going to... Yeah, it's just wild whack-a-mole against Malsifer. He's in plate mail and she's awkwardly sitting in bed. So just, it's just can't finish this dog off. Oh, I'm sure by now the neighbors are hearing this horrible racket. Uh, the dog gets a go at the end of the round if it wants. The dog does get a go. It bites at you for a three to hit. Um, you know, just uh, can't quite, you know, get some teeth near you, but not quite on you. Mm -hmm. uh, it is barking up a storm. And probably, this is about round five of combat, I think some lights, or some torches have been lit in the house nearby. Mm -hmm. the, the next door neighbor. Yeah, um, I guess we'll roll initiative again. This class uh, wages a war of attrition. <laughs> well, we're, it has many strengths and it has many weaknesses. I think we've discovered one of the necromancer's weaknesses is melee combat. Uh, dog rolls initiative at plus three. Woman rolls initiative at plus three. Malsifer. Poltergeist and Malsifer go first. And Malsifer, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, Poltergeist doesn't matter that much. Let's resolve Malsifer's attack, see if I can finally kill this dog. Um, can the Poltergeist do anything to assist in this uh, endeavor? Maybe it can try and like shove the try dog and, like, around. Lure the dog, like, like if it if it if it comes around and pulls the dog's tail, will the dog turn around and expose its back? So maybe so. Can I roll yeah. something to see if uh, pulling the dog's tail will cause it to turn around? Sure, sure. Uh, uh, give me twenty 
Just a regular, just a D just a, yeah. D20 just a D20. plus, yeah, so it's a miss, all right. Yeah, yeah. you're grabbing at the dog's tail, but no dice. Okay, uh, Mousefur uh, for... will, uh... No, just year, years of his life slipping away. Yep, the woman is now behind you. Um, she brings the bat. Nope, four to hit is not gonna be enough. And that ah. is when old man River comes on by opening the door with a torch in his hand and says, my God, what's going on in here? Uh, sees the bloody uh, the pool party. of the dead man, the, the, the necromancer standing on the bed, the dog barking, the woman bashing at the man on the bed. And uh, maybe, you know, he doesn't quite see the poltergeist yet, but we will roll another fisherman or an old man into the... Oh, that's a big old man. Into the initiative phase. Uh, so let's roll initiative. Um. Is he armed or he, he just walked in and he's like, dear gods. He's got a torch with him. Oh, so slow. All right. Uh, looks like dog is gonna go first. Poltergeist, maybe. Poltergeist goes first. Mm-hmm. Um, Poltergeist goes ethereal. Actually, we don't. Do we? Yeah. I think it goes ethereal, juking the dog. Okay. It's probably after its own self-preservation. Mouseford doesn't issue in a, a direct command, and it like flippers out to avoid the dog's incoming attack. Okay. It's not even aware of the the poltergeist behind it. Oh, it was, the it was, dog. Oh, you're right. It was. Didn't it turn? Oh no, no, it didn't actually turn. No, um, it never turned away from the dog. Never turned to face it. Then I think it's going to continue. Uh, okay, you're trying to grab at the dog. Doing, yeah, I think it'll tug the dog's tail again. Give me a pull. No. Oh. No, the dog will try and bite you again with an eight to hit is not going to do it. The woman in bed goes next. And uh, as when the man shows up and starts talking, the woman kind of clicks in her mind what the fuck is going on. And she is going to bolt uh, out towards the door, provoking an attack of opportunity. From she a runs. still spiritual weapon, right? It lasts a round. One round. Uh, plus two for back attack. Yep. There you go. Points of damage. Two points of regular. Two points of necrotic. Oh, the woman is alive. She has really? eight hit points total. She's a strong one. I wanted to drain her. She gets to the door, pushes past the old man who's still perplexed, um, and bolts. And the old man standing near the doorway while Malsifer takes his turn. Oh, Mouser just lunges at him. We'll feed on this guy just fine. I was going to Withering Touch, mm-hmm. but if he's standing here with just the torch and nothing to do, I guess we provoke an OA from the dog when we do this, don't we? Yep. Uh, the dog rolls a two. Plus two okay. for back attack is four is no good. Okay. So Mouser will bite into this guy's neck and drain a point of HP. I think that requires an attack roll. Mm-hmm with a miss. So Mouseford just lunges at this guy, grappling him. Um, and we're all initiative. Uh, old man's turn. He's gonna try and oh, hit yeah. you with his torch. Sure. 
natural one. Instead of hitting you, he hits the roof, which is thatch. And I will give it a saving throw to not catch fire. Yes, unleash the chaos. Uh, where is paper? It's not quite paper, but it's close enough. Versus fire. Okay. Nope, the thatched roof begins to catch. And oh, now we go to the yeah. next round. Uh, yeah, I've already rolled. Poltergeist goes first, These guys, the woman is gone. Poltergeist definitely goes first. Okay. Uh, so Poltergeist just goes to flank Mousefer, like the back-to-back with the real Mousefer. Mm-hmm. In physical, in material form. Okay. Yeah. Mousefer yep. probably says as much. Back-to-back. Uh, the old man runs. He drops his torch and uh, he that flees. Provokes an OA. Mm-hmm. Dagger. Actually, I've got this crazy bardish, don't I? <laughs> the bardish must be on the ground at this point, or something, or like leaning against the doorway near here. There's no way we've held onto it. it it's um, probably but near I, the I've got dead a dagger guy. in my offhand, and I was trying to grapple with my main hand. To... Right, so yeah. he turns and runs. You said so he flees, suppose... dropping his torch in the doorway. So I miss uh, the attack of opportunity. Bardish gets caught in the door frame as you make your attack roll. <clears throat> I don't think we're going to get ghouls, uh, but maybe we'll be able to get a zombie together before we flee the scene. Um, I think we Mouseford watches as these two people run off into the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, dog. What does the dog do? <laughs> uh... Well, it's not the dog's turn yet. It's your turn. Okay. So. Um, if if we get out of the way and the dog wants to run for it, I think we're okay with that. Um, I want to review my zombie craft and see if it's if I can in a, if I can raise this corpse as a zombie before the building goes up in flames. It needs an intact brain, but the process takes about an hour, right? Is that what we had said yeah. for raising undead? Um, yeah. Oh, right, because you, you haven't hit eighth level yet, so okay. Okay, so it's at eighth level, you can quick speed raise zombies? Um, you can speed raise a lot of things. I don't remember I just the need to get to level eight. I think the place goes up in flames. Well, I think we're going to actually go bat form and get out of here if there's, mm-hmm. there's no sensible way to raise this guy in time. Okay. Uh, another foil attempt to like feed on villagers. It just like the mechanics of this class are so sloppy in combat that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think it would. Uh, I think it might be different at uh, if with this with quick raising. Like if he can. Yeah, I'll have to review that. But so I'll drop three HP, eat another bad heart. Um, well, actually, pick up the Bardish first. Okay. Eat a bad heart. Well, put I the, eat the bad heart. I can eat the bad heart. Pick up the bardish. Put the ghost in in the bardish. Maybe you about next round. Um, but put the ghost in the bardish. Yeah. Uh, so the dog does get an attack if it wants or it can. It just... will. Nope. It'll go to bite you with a four to hit. Is no good. And you can become a bat and fly away. Yeah. Leaving this house to burn down. Two people to run off with mis- uh, not mysterious with uh, arrowing tails. It's two in a night. Mm-hmm. Um, did such things come in threes, or do we return to Winter's Reach? That is up to you. 
I think we're gonna fly back in the direction of Winter's Reach. Okay. Up high, avoiding detection, avoiding sight, and then down over the Blumwood. Uh, maybe we'll scout out for any torches or any campfires in the wood, but our... Yeah. yeah. You will spot two... If you're gonna take some time to scout out, um, you'll see two sources of fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, large sources. You know, there, there's, of course, small villages with little lights here and there, but there are also will look to be two other company encampments in these places. Oh, no. Where? Uh, put them on the map. Okay. One at the Corval estate. Yes. Okay. And one way up here. Interesting. Yeah. All right. We're going to return back to Winter's Reach. All right. And lick our wounds. You can make it home that night. Uh, how does the great and terrifying Lord Malsifer, who has raised hundreds of undead and waged war with these people, feel about not being able to really effectively fight something solo? What are you talking about? Like, three people died. Yeah... I mean, I, I guess if he's fine with that, then he's fine with that. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I think there's a bit of a disconnect between uh, the one-minute combat round initiative system that we're using. But I feel like I'm in sloppy, bloody combat. I mean, it doesn't. I, I don't see anything narratively that was. Uh, I don't know. Shameful about those uh, those encounters. They were uh, were messy. But necromancy often is. Okay. No, I think I think it's. He thinks it's fine. nothing of it. Fine, then. everything's it's fine. fine. All fine. No, just wonderful. Not. Right. All right. Well, you make it back home. Uh, These sometimes take a lot out of Malsifer in terms yeah. of life force, but no. It's probably near sunrise by the time you arrive back at home. Mm-hmm. There are people none the wiser that you've gone. The only person that will know would be um, Lilith, who refills your bat hearts from time to time. <laughs> and she'll find, you know, come across the jar and, oh, there's only three bat hearts left. I wonder what happened to the rest. And she'll pickle some more and add them to the. They're dietary supplements for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So now what? Once Malsifer returns to his throne of bone in his great <laughs> hall. Um, what does we'll he do? We need to rest and recuperate once again. Um, but I think seeing these companies rallied may spark us to action. The Corvals especially. I'm trying to remember where we last left things there. They they rallied soldiers and sent them against me. They did. To their demise. They did. Although we rationalized that as they followed through on their debt and sacrificed souls to the Winter Gods. It's true. So we might be square with the Corvals for now. Well, they're all traitors and usurpers, though, right? 
Mm-hmm. The Corvals and the Lorwins both came here from Eridon. They're definitely Eridonian houses with no Gadian blood in them. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's, there should probably just not be any villages in the Blumwood. That seems more or less safe, right? These mm -hmm. just, just, so I think we're gonna rally our army and march it all the way east to the edge of the woods and just tidy things up here. Okay. Uh, Mousefur needs to heal first though, so they may react first. We'll see. So Mousefur's at 10 out of 27-ish. Maybe we'll discharge the spirit armor and heal the full and so we're looking at a couple of weeks unless I have uh, loyal servants that uh, bring tribute. Uh, if you ask for it, they will bring it. <laughs> most likely. It's good to be a lord. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so you, you request that people be brought to you. And uh, they do. They are. Mm -hmm. And their life is drained. Do we never find any, like the standing order was to capture anyone that they could. Do we never find trespassers or poachers in the Blumwood anymore? No, there are enough zombies and skeletons out there that no trespassers have been found in ages. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I think we've thrown the balance off a little bit. How many, let's look at our spreadsheet here 246 so I have about two and a half companies of undead I don't think that's enough to just like march into Pinespur and take the place over we probably need to do what I originally suggested and just take it east wipe out the Corvals and maybe that will be enough um, yeah. The mouse first sits back and recovers on his throne of bones for a while, calls forth sacrifices, mm -hmm. and plans uh, the coming wars, war battles. Okay. Uh, I think it seems, unless you have plans, I think a time skip here seems reasonable. Sure. I have no further plans. Um, the people of Pinespur and Gadia are dealing with the fallout of that night and trying to decide what the right course of action is. Oh, so it was two separate incidents, right? So there was a there was a break in and a sighting at the uh, at the prison, right? And that was right. the cleric saw that, so that's going to be on their radar full on, right? Did that, and I don't know if they know that that was, that that cleric would be able to identify. Mouse for winter to see him, or if this was some—he was wearing a shiny new bone armor that's never been seen before. Yeah, but there's right. like a necromancer in the land, and a person shows up with like a ghost that's sort of yeah. red and turns into a bat and has bone armor. Like even if they don't know 100% for certain, that's a pretty mm -hmm. like th that's the assumption that they are going to make, regardless of its sure. truth. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think same thing with the the uh, fisherman. 
Mm-hmm. Um, a similar looking man arrives. And well, maybe they're they're gonna go running to the guard, being like a necromancer jumped, you know, came in, in the middle of the night and killed my husband. And there will be no, there will be a, a body in the charred remains of his hut. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but they will also be able yeah. to, you know, the description they give is going to be the same as the other one. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I think yeah. some ghost stories are getting started. Mm-hmm. It'll probably it would probably take days before or a day or two before they connect the dots, right? Before the uh, guard who gets mm-hmm. comes to report to the fire down by the lake returns reports back, you know, meets mm-hmm. up with the guards across city. They put the pieces together. This isn't like FBI over here, right? This is a bunch of right. guards piecing together who done it mm-hmm. and telling ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, but I think uh, weeks will churn by in Winter's Reach. If we would like to uh, allow that, yeah. Our um, do let's do wanna... it. I don't know about a full week, right? Quite yet, but we can definitely do like. Uh, I'm sorry, we're not. I don't know about full weeks, but we can do a full week singular. Okay. There we go. So a week passes. Malsifer gains up to 21 HP. Okay. Um, so from seven, that would actually get us to full. So a week is all we would need. Yeah. Um, seven, let's get to 21 with a spirit armor. So a week passes, and we don't even need to feed, but maybe some... Generous servants offer up their life force to aid in the healing process. Sure. 21 out of 27. Five or six full ticks, seven full ticks of spirit mm-hmm. armor. And if we have still heard nothing from Pine Spur, I think we're going to rally the undead horde and march out east. Okay, well, where are you going? The Corvals? Yeah. Are you going to take everything except for the rose skeletons, or...? Um... The rose skeletons and the, uh, wood zombies... And the wood zombies, okay. And the skeletal mage, who is at this point only a specialist. Right. And he can, like, look after the estate. But I think most of the rest is... All of the rest. Okay. You gather them up over that course of that week, um, which probably involves sending out specialists to gather those that are maybe wandered off a little bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the end of the week, you have gathered your army together. Yeah. You still have one pig bomb. Yeah, I think we'll have gathered that in the week. The wood monster zombies will stay there. So we've only got a few zombie or a few zombie monsters with us. Mm-hmm. Oh, this. 
I think by now you could have patched up that one wounded zombie with other parts if you'd wanted. You can bring that I, up to 36, I unless like, you like it. As I a... like that there's like a zombie torso that drags itself behind the army. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so we're almost up to three companies of undead at this point. You've got a lot. Since chat can't see, there's 35 and a half zombos, 122 skeletons, 17... Uh, Blood Knights? Yeah. 24 Archer Warriors, 39 Spearman Warriors, 3 Skeletal Horses, 9 Specialists, 31 Ghouls, a bunch of Zombie Monsters, like 5 or 6, 8 Zombie Animals. And then the Woods have 25 Zombies, the, the Rose Bushes have 56 Skeletons, and then there's a Phantom in the house, a Poltergeist in the Bardish, a shade somewhere near the house. That's that's uh, with the hunters. With the hunters. That, hunters. that like haunts the skeletal specialist. Perfect. Hunters. Yeah. They. Yeah. All right. Undead hordes. I think too much undead. I think we've exceeded peak. Like this is fine if you need to rally an army to uh, wage a uh, a rebellion, a people's mm -hmm. rebellion. Mm-hmm take back uh, Winterlands. Uh, but it seems to have thrown the ecosystem a little bit out of whack. Certainly. So we'll probably need to do our duty and then uh, lay this army to rest until the banners are called once more. But for so, now, we're on the warpath. Okay. So I um, guess next week when we come back, we will march on the Corval Estate. I think that's the plan. All yeah. Right. You want to wrap things up here? Yeah. Why don't Do we, we wrap this up? Do we give any XP? Like, give a level up? How long has it been since we've been level seven? Oh, I don't think it's quite level up time. Not quite? All no. Right. As much as I want to get to the higher level content, I don't want to cheapen it by jumping ahead too fast. Yeah, I feel like we're really waiting to... Well, I think the level eight raise undead will seal the deal. Right? That'll raise undead fast enough that Pinesford won't be able to keep up. Mm-hmm. An hour. Yeah. All right. And we kind of want that before we, like... Well, we'll see. Maybe we'll get that, and we can raise the Corval army back. Mm-hmm. With the level eight after uh, after the next big big battle. We'll see. Okay. So, um, in any case, thanks for uh, bearing with us. Yes. And, um, through all this site, uh, through all these evil deeds, we will be watching. Do you got any shout-outs? Any plugs? GTC oh, that nightmare that we tonight. didn't. Do you want to? We, oh, it's yeah. only one thirty. Can we yeah, yeah. check in on that? How many? It's been at least two weeks. I don't think it's. I think we we're waiting a month for the next. Oh right, because we had done a fertility check, um, and it had failed. The the stallion had failed to impregnate the mare. And we were mm -hmm. waiting another four weeks for it to come, three weeks for it to come into heat again. Mm -hmm. Okay, so one I think more we're week. Still waiting. I think we're still yeah, waiting. Yeah. One more week. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. So we will be back next week in real world for the next chapter of Malsifer. Uh, later tonight, we should have some gnome tomes and catacombs. Tomorrow should be some Rise of the Dragon Queen. 
Friday, we've got a solo session for Kuba Nights. Saturday, we've got shenanigans. Um, there's nothing fancy going on Sunday or Monday. But that's it. Do you have anything? Do you have anything? I'm good. All right. That's that. Or bad or chaotic evil, as the case may be. Mm -hmm. We'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.